time to get real. Time to stay real. It's the real deal, the real jabrones, the uh, real steel, the boxing movie. This is Real Rotten, the podcast, where we watch movies underneath 25% of Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, I'm your co-host, Nick Lyons. That was Nick Lyons. This is Steven Ramirez. This is Real Rotten. So I went into robot voice for a little bit there. That was my fault. I was I was hoping for an echo, like you were like you were the uh, the the announcer at at a at a at a ball game. Now 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 batting batting batting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Number yes, yes. sixty nine 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 nine. Shout out to Robin Williams who would have turned sixty nine uh, yesterday. Uh, R.I.P. to the the goat. Check that check that fact out, uh, uh, Kyle. But yeah, uh, uh, big uh, ups to Robin Williams. We reviewed uh, one of the first of a very few movies we reviewed this year with Father's Day. Uh, was our shout out to Robin Williams earlier yeah, this year? Uh, he's right. It was yesterday. Yeah. Did you turn sixty nine? Yes. Wow. Good move. Good move. I'm on Twitter. I know what's going on. Okay. Okay. Uh, g- good call. Good call. Good to know. But anyways, this is episode ninety, and and with a uh, with a monumental episode. Uh, uh, for a monumental number, because uh, most most of everybody in this room uh, was born in 1990, uh, excluding yours truly, and me. Yeah, keep telling yourself that, Captain. Um, we decided to to talk about one of the quintessential uh, 90s sports films of our day and age, if you would. No, we're not talking about D two, the Mighty Ducks. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Already did that. Already did that. Check that out because that's a great episode. Iceland is full of green, and Greenland's full of ice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and a lot of hair gel. Yep. Knuckle puck. Yeah. Knuckle puck time. Keenan Thompson, friend of the show. Um. But anyways, we we decided to do uh, not not the first movie because it takes place in the eighties and it's a classic uh, sports movie. Um. To say very little, it is the sequel. That takes place five years later. We are a sequels podcast. We the are. originals are usually too good. They're too good. They're too good. But uh, but we're going to have a fun time discussing whether this sequel is better than the original. Uh, we all know what the answer is. Um, but, but I think the person who knows the answer the most is our guest today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about him, Nick? We have an esteemed guest. Uh, esteemed as in he is steamed... Uh, angry, big steamed that hams. He, that fan. he had to watch this movie. Big steamed hams fan. Uh, please welcome Twitter extraordinaire, uh, friend from middle school, um, way back in the Edna Hill, Kyle Madsen. Mask on. What's up, boys? I wasn't steaming mad that I had to watch it. Uh, growing up, it was one of my favorite movies. So. See, see, guys. I know. I just dug myself a hole with the whole esteemed uh, pun play. I I shouted out steamed hands because I figured, uh, like every '90s child, you're a fan of The Simpsons. Hot hands, hot hands. I guess not. So moving on. Uh, let's get on to some movie news real quick. Nick, what do you got for us? Uh, no movie news. Tenet is not coming. Tenet is uh is uh <laughs> is tentatively delayed. <laughs> tentatively delayed. Tentatively delayed. Yeah. Uh, the movie about time. Eleven it. Yeah, you got to bring it to twelve. It it'll be twelve it before before uh it gets released at theaters. That's for sure. I know they should not have approved those sequels before even the first one came out. Right, right. Just like the Dark Knight shouldn't have been approved for a sequel like Batman Begins. <laughs> but since there is no movie news, there is sports news. Baseball's back, and that's why uh, that's why we're doing Major League Two. Well, it's back for now. Baseball's back, baby. And NBA's back, baby. We got Premier League back, baby. We got soccer in this world. 
It's like the virus never happened. The virus is gone, right? Yeah. That's the reason these sports are back, right? The virus is canceled. The virus is gone. Thank, yeah. thank the Lord. Oh, no, not true. Oh, the virus isn't gone. No. Oh, we're getting news that the virus is not gone at all, actually. Oh, actually, court. the cases are going up. Yeah, yeah, Kyle, why don't you, why don't you lay, it, uh, lay, uh, lay it down for us? Yeah, we got another 71,000 cases today. So okay, cool, congrats, cool, cool, congrats, cool, cool. Go USA. That's, that's great, that's great. Let's go full throttle. I'm ready. But Kyle, we want to get to know you. Uh, so we need to first. We need to differentiate between Kyle that we yell at, which is Kyle Katsumis, our producer. Hey there. And uh, we need to and our guest Kyle Madsen. So we're gonna call Kyle the producer, um, Kitty Cat, for the rest of the podcast. Meow mixes. Okay. Do you agree to? Okay. <laughs> Unless Kyle, do you have Kyle Madsen? Do you have a cool nickname that you would like us to call you? I'm trying to make K Boogie stick. Okay, Boogie. Boogie. You guys want to do that? Go for it. Yeah, let's 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 start the ball rolling downhill. K Boog. I love that. K Boogie. All right, all right. The Fab gave me that nickname, so I'm really trying to rock with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, you got to co-opt it. Oh man. The, the, yeah, that's... The, king, the king of South Oakland says so. You have to you have to acknowledge. Yeah. Whenever you get a nickname yeah. from the most famous person to give you a nickname is your official nickname. By the way, Sideshow Remix still holds down to this day. You can fight really me if strong. you disagree. Yeah, that's why my nickname's Asshole, because Aaron Rodgers called me an asshole for getting in his way that one time. Wow. It was, <laughs> so, su- <laughs> it was so sweet of him. You know, that's what happens uh, when you're, you're, you're star, you get starstruck and you just get frozen no, in your tracks. He, it was, he was joking. He's a great guy. We're good friends. It's fine. It's fair. It's fair. Anyways, uh, Kyle, since since you're the baseball guy, uh, no one else in this room knows baseball more than you, especially uh, especially Bay Area baseball. Uh, we're going to talk about baseball beats. Um, first question, I think, is very personal, but I, I think you've you've thought about this long and hard. Um, what's your walk up music? Walking up to the plate, you know, you're about to about to hit that. Or it, or it can be coming out of a bullpen, depending on uh, what you feel your role on. Yeah, are you games. are you arm guy or are you uh, are you uh, are you a hip guy? What what do you are? I think it'd be I think it'd be a rap guy, and I think it'd be like Marcus Simeon, the A shortstop, has like three or four different walk up songs. That's yeah, and I feel like that would be me. Like I would just be the annoying person who normal players probably talk to the guy who's responsible for that like once a year. I'd be in that guy's room daily. Yeah, like I just heard this song. Put this one on. But would that uh, would that be annoying though to go to the walk up music guy and be like, "Hey, I know you've been hearing uh, Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson for the past <laughs> six months, but I really want to change it up to uh, Chattahoochee is to a Lady banger." Gaga. First of all, first, says good, the wedding guy. Good enough. It's probably cool. The, okay. I think the first like ten times you you come up and like chit chat with him about baseball, he'd be like, "Okay, cool, cool." But then like game game number thirty, and you're on your thirtieth walk up song, he's like, "Okay, yeah." He's like, something I'm not need, feeling something needs to happen here. <laughs> I'm not feeling this Nina Simone song. I gotta choose something else. Um, right now, I'm really into. Uh, I, I think if I had to pick one, though, I think I'd go uh, "Into the Unknown" by Elsa from Frozen Two. That's great. I'm really into that song right now. So, you connect with uh, the kids, kids, 100 percent of the, the time. The kids, the moment, just COVID related at all, first of all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really good branding for me. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. yeah here comes K Boogie. And then Elsa starts going, and then people are like, "Wow, he's he's got a wide brand." If you had to choose a number, what would be your number? Eight. Number eight. It's always number eight. Number 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 eight 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 eight. K K K. Boogie 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 <laughs> boogie boogie. Into the unknown. Yeah yeah yeah. Or boogie woogie booga boy. Just just to make the nickname <laughs> stick a little bit more. Sure. I think I would go Mambo number five, but it stops right before like it gets going. So just be a lazy gentleman. <laughs> 
This is Mambo number five. Oh, it doesn't five. even do the dot. No, dot. it would do that very beginning part, but right before, but he, right would just, before he, he, would just, he would just say like one, and then it would end. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That or Can't Stop by Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it's just that lead up the whole time, and then right when it's about to get to that good part, it just cuts off. And then you hit home, right? Yeah. And, and then, then all the fans the in the stands, it's like when you have the Friends theme song, but they just like, but then nobody likes Red Hot Chili Peppers anymore, so that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're problematic. Just kidding. There never are. Uh, Kyle, speaking of uh, crazy uh, years, this is the year of the massive rule changes that have been going on uh, uh, in the MLB, uh, in major league sports to in general, but I guess the MLB... Um, besides this new whole DH controversy, and there is a controversy according to, uh, 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 Kyle Katsumas' face, but K-Boogie, what's the one rule needing to change in the MLB? Man, see, I was, I'm actually kind of bummed you took DH off the table because I think you I mean, it's a rule now. It's a rule now. We can't, we, I wish. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it everywhere. Is it going to stick? Is it, you guys think it's, it's, it's sticking around for the rest of the time? They're not going back? It's just like instant replay. It's just like instant replay. They're going to do this year and then I think they're going to do next year. And then after that, people are just going to be like, what pitcher hitting? (laughs) No, they're going to be like, what is baseball? (laughs) Two years later. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. Uh, I think that uh, sacrifice bunts should be outlawed before the eighth inning. Before the eighth inning. I like that. Wow. That's Especially with D, that's going to be the good thing about DH is well, like if you want to bunt, just bunt for a hit, bro. You don't need to score early and give yourself up. Like, just try and get on base while you're trying to bunt a guy. So, up. so, but what's the more controversial new rule change? Do you think it's a, the addition of the DH or is it the new extra innings rule? Is that I think it's a new extra innings rule because but, I felt yeah. like we were heading toward the universal DH anyways. Yeah, but yeah. the what's it called? The American tiebreaker is terrible. The I, American tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, I think baseball is just. Is that what it's called? I think yeah. you're right. <laughs> I think you just you should just play the tenth and the eleventh and then call it a tie if it, if it goes past eleven, like soccer sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, Go that'll, point that'll piss off Patriots. That's for sure. And by Patriots, I mean people that think they're Patriots. Uh, c- uh, I think they should add an outfielder with the American tiebreaker rule. So, yeah. so now you have the runner that starts on second, but you got a roving. You outfielder. got a cutoff. You, you got, got a roving outfielder cutoff. guy. Yeah. yeah. And then that guy's a wild card. Floater. Yeah, yeah. He's a little floater. A little floater band. Yeah. <laughs> or you just incorporate a um, a non uh, utility player as your pitcher. So like. Um, oh yeah. Pl- uh, just put Pablo in position. <laughs> position pitcher. On. Shohei Otani would come in handy there. Absolutely. Um, last question for you, uh, K Boogie. Favorite baseball movie ever, regardless if it's bad or not. I think it has to be the one I've seen the most and the one that I'm most likely to sit down and like watch if I come across it on television is Bull Durham. Mm, okay. Um, I just, I, I enjoy Bull Durham very, very much. There's a lot of just like good, like little one liners in there. And that's my kind of comedy. And yeah. so I find that movie really, really entertaining. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I concur. Concur. Yeah. But I recently came around like in the last year that Bull Durham's my favorite baseball movie. Even Hell though I've yeah. probably seen Field of Dreams more times. Wow. Still a Field of Dreams, yeah, though. The, the, Field corner. of Dreams, though, like, I feel like there's parts of Field of Dreams that, like, really bum me out. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sad enough as it is, and I don't need that in my in my film. Yeah. I do hear whenever anybody says the word Graham, I always think, Moonlight Graham. <laughs> Shout out to Moonlight Graham. Sure, <laughs> sure. It just amazes me that uh, Kevin Costner is in uh, so many baseball movies, yet only plays he almost well, he well, played college ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never played baseball in real life, but totally could have based on his. Uh, 
he, acting and He's human. one of the most credible baseball actors, that's yeah. for sure. And we're going to get into that. We'll, get into we'll that. talk about it. For we'll sure. talk about it. For sure. For sure. Um, a fat corner, real quick. Do you have do you have something? Favorite baseball movie? Oh, me. Um, Is it Ed? Ed? The primate? No. The primate <laughs> that plays baseball? No. Oh. Probably be Sandlot, just because. Dang. I concur. Sandlot? Yeah. Sandlot's a good one. I'm smashing a Lagunitas daytime IPA right now. Oh, there you go. There you go. There oh, yeah. Big beer guy. Big beer guy. Oh, yeah. Big beer guy. Uh, 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 that's, that's That goes together with baseball like uh, apple pie. Today and, is uh, National Hot Dog Day, too. I, damn, uh, and glizzies. Yeah. I almost got a, I almost glizzed a glean. Dang. <laughs> I really want a Casper dog. I've been dying for a Casper dog for the past like six months. I'm not going to A lie. ghost dog? Yeah. One of them ghosty dogs. Casper the friendly ghost dog? Yeah, Madsen, this isn't this wasn't mentioned on the podcast, but we might as well get it out of the way. What's what's your glizzy of choice? Is it ballpark? Is it uh bar S like some charlatan or do you, or do you have a uh, premium cuts? My hot dog brand of choice. Uh uh I think just a what's it called? Just like a ballpark beef. Going frank? with the ballpark. Yeah. You yeah, can't go wrong I'm, with the ballpark. Real basic. Yeah. I mean it's Michael Jordan sponsored. What are you what are you gonna do about that? I haven't been eating hot dogs lately, which has got me thinking that I'm way more confident in my hot dog eating abilities. You're than, for sure Superman I, now. Then I yeah, because I haven't had like a dollar dog at the uh, at the racetrack any time in the last like year. Yeah, for dollar Sundays. Some of them lizard lizard dogs. I haven't had any of those, so I feel like I could eat seven to eight hot dogs if I sat down <sighs> and did it, but. No. But I think that I'm kidding myself. Yeah, you're kidding Am I kidding yourself. myself? Yeah, you're kidding yourself. I used to be able to eat two Casper hot dogs. I don't think I can even finish one now. Oh, uh, I can def Hot dogs, the worst thing about a hot dog is that it takes like five bites, and then you're done, and then you're like, what? well, what's the point? Well, even a foot long? You've been taking foot down, foot yeah, long down five bites. You know, it's it's really enjoyable, but it's short. It's short lived enjoyment. Mm. That's why nachos are the number one ballpark food. Wow, wow. Sorry, I gotta say, God. nachos number oh, one in a, hel- in a helmet, in a helmet, yeah. in a helmet, helmet especially <laughs> helmet nachos. Yeah, the giant helmet, not the little helmet. Uh, K boogie, what, what were you gonna say? You know those dollar uh, fifty Costco hot dogs? Uh, the the greatest thing on earth? You mean the best bun of all time? Best yeah, budget dude, bargain so of all time. Yeah. Me and my buddy, we, we like to go to, to Costco together, Cospros. And nice. we nice. went over there and we're like, we can eat two of these hot dogs. It's going to be nothing. And then we'll eat dinner later. We got through one and a half hot dogs each. And we're like on the floor because <laughs> it was too much hot dog. How amazed so, were you that the next nine hours, your breath smelled like hot dog? Nine hours, nine days. Nine dude, days, yeah. <laughs> you put the onions on. That's how they got the They just put you on one of those. Dude, fl- those. Yeah, the onions. I'm a ketchup on a hot dog guy. Oh. Hair, but I'm, I'm a big ketchup on a hot Didn't dog. tell us we were interviewing a four-year-old on a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, they just put you guys on like those flatbed carts that they have there. <laughs> just haul these guys out. One and a half hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to order a pizza. What are they, psychos? Um, but before we get into Major League Two, I want to talk about how it's not Major League Two; it's Major League I I. Major Double, League, uh, we got Roman numerals. In Roman I I. Yeah, I wanted. I just want to be clear that Major League was classy enough to go with the Roman numerals. Yeah, yeah. The 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 franchise, the franchise itself, yeah. went with the Roman numerals. But that's it. Yeah, it's. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get into it. Major we, League Two. We got the Roman numerals out of the way. Thank God for that. We're going to play a quick Welcome back to Major League Baseball. Sorry. They're back. Rick Wild Thing Vaughn, Jake Taylor, and Roger Dorn. Major League Two. Rated PG. Now playing at a theater near you. Rated PG, Did by I the way. Did I say PG? Rated PG, <laughs> by the way. I was wondering. Yeah, it's a PG movie. Because this is Major League Two. 
What? Which is a family-friendly sequel. Not, their words, not mine, to Major League One. Yeah, yeah. See this? Yes, five, I know. Five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, forty-five percent audience rating. Uh, Critical consensus five percent, yet the audience rating is is forty-five. I think that's low for both counts. Disagree with me? Uh, yeah, I do. I think that's. I think it's just just about right. Just right. Wow. Uh, the forty-five. I would think that the people going into Major League Two would like it more than 45 so 4.5 people out of 10 so one guy who's unsure and four people that love it uh that seems right to me it seems right to me especially because a lot of people went to the rated r major league man and were like i'm signing up for another one and then not a single f word and then they they walked out of there kicking up dust on those umpires i am just so full of full of rage right now i cannot express well, re- read the Rotten Tomatoes uh, consensus. Striking out on every joke, Major League Two is a lazy sequel that belongs on the bench. It's a lazy sequel. I'll give you guys that benefit of the doubt. Otherwise, it's great. Lollygaggers. Wow. You lollygag the ball around the infield. Blurbs. Say, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, K-Boog. I feel like if I was rating this as a 13-year-old the first time I saw this movie... I would be like 100 stars, just <laughs> all the way. It's the best tomato I've ever seen in my life. I, I watched this movie just ad nauseum. It was it was the funniest thing. Yes, curse, curse, Fuck, fucking shit. Do okay. do whatever you want to do. I've ever seen in my life, dude. It's <laughs> it great. Was, but like, just as I've gotten progressively older, the 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 graph of how funny this movie is and how old I am, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just a down like. Just a downward spike. Look, I'm not. I'm not saying that there's laughs around every corner to nowadays, <laughs> especially. But the gems that are within this movie are are pretty great, and we will get into those. Uh, I couldn't agree more with uh, with K Boogie's uh, 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 opinion. <laughs> We're gonna get into it more. Uh, 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 opinion. Uh, my favorite blurb was from TV Guide. They wrote, "Wow, uh, who's the writer? I don't know. There's uh, staff writer on TV Guide. No, TV Guide is one entity. They wow. they work as a team. They're a collective conscience. Yeah, they are. They are. They are above us all. They are the galaxy brain of the former. Inter- Remember TV Guides? That it was what everybody read. It was TV Guide, and then they bought a channel and became the TV Guide channel. Remember that? That used to be my favorite channel to watch. That because, was the especially best. in a hotel when you would get to the hotel yeah. and you're like, man, I wonder what channels a, they what, got. What's on? And then you. You would watch TV Guide for twenty minutes yeah. just watching what's on the on chan- on the TV. What am I, some barbarian that's going to flip through the channels to figure out what you got? No, I'm going to that one channel to yeah, know what you got. You go to TV Guide and then you're like, oh, I got ten minutes of Saving Private Ryan. Then you go check that out and then you jump back to TV Guide. 70- and then you're like, oh man, thirty <laughs> minutes of International House Hunters. I'm going to that. Seventy five minutes left of Major League Two. I'm in. <laughs> I would watch the second half of this movie before if it was like about to start. Yeah, I'd be like, nah, yeah, I'm out. I'm Tw- out. Twenty five minutes. But if there in- was like twenty twenty five minutes left, I'd be like, okay, I'll, I'll catch the end of this movie. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, You're TV, wrong, but it's fair. TV guy said generally feels like a case of needless extra innings. I feel like uh, baseball extra innings in real time would be worse than watching Major League Two. No, it's wow. inadequate. Uh, what if TV Guide had just predicted the future and was like, generally feels like a case of needless extra innings. They should have started with a runner on second. <laughs> yeah. Prognosticating. Yeah, <laughs> just extremely specific. <laughs> Thank you. T- That's how we would know. Aliens are actually behind TV Guide. Yeah. This movie really needs DHs on both uh, divisions. Steven, what leagues. was your favorite uh, blurb? 
Uh, it's from uh, it's from a friend of the show, Kevin A. Ranson of MovieCrypt.com. He's not a friend of the show. He's, he's an enemy of the podcast. He's a friend of <laughs> a friend of mine. So how dare you, sir? <laughs> uh, inexplicably, inexplicably outshines the original. I cannot believe it, but he 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 took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> wow. This guy named Kevin is on something. Kevin Ranson, not Kevin Ransom. As in, I did not kidnap this guy named Kevin Ranson and tell you to pay him a ransom to say this uh, tell you this line on moviecrypt.com. He's loosely related to Mark Ronson, much less talented and opinionated. Actually, his pronunciation is Mark Ranson. <laughs> Get it right. That was the same blurb I wrote down, too. See, look! It does not outshine Two peas original. in a pod. Two the sweet peas it, in a pod. The, the reason it inexplicably outshines the original is because it doesn't. Oh, my <laughs> I can't explain it because it, it does not. See, you pulled me in and you gave me an old switcheroo. Um, now it's time for Aw Gbert with Ebert. Aw Gbert with Ebert. Uh, you'll agree with this, Nick, so why don't you take yeah, it Yeah, this is the one that I actually wanted to pick, but it's it's for our guy Raj, who said, uh, fans of Major League may want to see Major League II. I did not see the first film. For some reason, am not and am not in that category. Nor is there anything in Major League Two that inspires me to go back and catch up with on the earlier film. Aye, aye. So first of all, Rogers Rogers needs to catch up on Major League. What 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 is he doing? Doesn't catch up on that hot dog. Am I right? Am I right, K Boogie? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's missing out. I don't know why he didn't review this movie in the first place. I want to know what kind of psychopath watches the sequel before seeing the original. Uh, film critics. Yeah. That's that's who. That's well, who. Why did they give it to him? They were like, I, "Was this during Siskel's time?" This is during Siskel's. Uh, so uh, Siskel uh, radiation therapy. Oh, yeah. okay. So Siskel probably watched Major League. He's like fantastic. Movie. He's the baseball guy. <laughs> Gene Siskel on his deathbed, telling Roger Ebert, <laughs> "I'm telling you, man, the first movie was great. You gotta watch the sequel. I'll do it for you, Gene. Oh this movie sucked." <laughs> <laughs> well it's that kind of podcast. at least now we know what happened at the end of gene siskel's <laughs> gene life, <Siskel's> life. <laughs> he vouched for major league too <laughs> but now it's time yeah, for I... the fat corner uh kyle oh uh, now it's time now it's time for the oh, fat okay. corner. that's good to know uh, yeah good uh kitty cat give us the facts yeah mixie oh yeah so uh major league two uh rated pg released march 30th 1994 16 years 26, 26 years year anniversary. old i can do math uh, 26 year anniversary uh, uh uh shout out to uh shout out to my younger sister oh shout out to my younger sister who's 26 uh this year too steven's great with birthdays i'm great with birthdays <laughs> what's your birthday like june 1st yeah <laughs> keywords sports announcer sports announcer yeah 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 okay i mean We'll get into that. I mean, it's yeah. not wrong. Yeah. Baseball manager. Baseball manager. Very right. <laughs> okay. Japanese. Very on point. <laughs> Japanese. Oh, Very on point. <laughs> T- Tanaka took this movie over. Two components of Japanese. You have the Japanese groundskeepers and you have uh, Boss Tanaka. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which the Japanese uh, uh, groundskeepers were present in the first film. So it was a callback. Then we have Cleveland Indians. There you go. The could, team. You, could you imagine going on IMDb and being like, I need to watch a movie about the Cleveland Indians? So you put that into the search bar and they're just like, Here's all here's all your Cleveland Indian content that you need. All the every movie that has Cleveland Indian in it. It's the only thing that comes up besides the Cubs World Series uh victory video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really all it is. And then we have Cleveland, Ohio. So much like the first movie, uh, for for all you trivia nerds that are out there, the first major league film which which portrays the Cleveland Indians is not filmed in Cleveland. 
it's filmed majority uh, majority of the baseball games are play, are played at the Milwaukee uh, Brewer Stadium. And so for this one, in transition between the Cleveland Indians going from their old field to Jacobs Field, their present field now, uh, they couldn't do it because of construction or whatever, or destruction, whatever. I don't know. So they filmed it in Baltimore, Maryland. At the Camden Yards. That was Camden Yards? That was Camden Yards. The last scene is them looking at the billboard of Camden Yards. I thought that was the game that Cal Ripken uh, broke the broke the Iron Man uh, record. Correct me if I'm wrong, Max. Maxson. <laughs> is that the year that Cal Ripken broke the record? Was 94? No, it was 96, I think. Oh, um, shit. But what's crazy to me is that they just very blatantly like the the warehouse beyond right field in Camden Yards, yeah, or Orioles Park in Camden Yards, the brick called now is like iconic. And yeah, they, like make a point to show it <laughs> at the last scene. Like, hey man, that's not even Cleveland. A little bit. That's not even like oh, that might be Cleveland. That's definitely Baltimore. <laughs> definitely Baltimore. That was that was above all one of the most. This is a. One of the most egregious things of this entire. What movie. would you rather have? Would you rather have um, them have a fake field, like green screen, green screen the whole field and the fans, or have it in a different ballpark? But like, don't even try to hide the fact. I mean, they did it. They did it with uh, Oakland and the Angels in the outfield, and it worked just fine. No one cared that they weren't at Angel Stadium. Uh, but but yeah, it was just it was just weird. I think I'd rather I have think the green screen. Something to cover up the warehouse that is iconic to Camden Yards. Yeah. I yeah. think I'd rather have a green screen like Angels in the Outfield pulled it off because they just green screened Mount Davis. No, they should have just painted the warehouse to be as boring as possible so that it looked like Cleveland. It should have been they one of the sponsors. They were probably just like Cleveland warehouse. Exactly. It fits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this used to be a steel factory. It's just just a sign that says that. Yeah. <laughs> we used to make tires here. <laughs> Uh, speaking of taglines, uh, what you got for us there, Fat Corner? The Dream Team is back. You can't go wrong with that. That's quick, quick, dirty, and easy. The Dream Team is back. Like Rick Vaughn, quick, dirty, and easy. Terrible. I think it's better than the one that I came up with, which is uh, Same Tribe, New Stakes. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> I think Same Tribe is the way to go. We haven't talked about the fact that the Indians might not be called the Indians anymore. I mean, this year they'll be called the Indians. This year is could be the last year that the Cleveland Indians are that name. Well, here's the, here's the deal, man. They uh you're 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 switching out the Redskins and the Indians. What about the Chiefs? What about the Braves? What yeah, they're they all going to have the Braves. They're all going to have to do it. No, Braves said they're keeping the their name. They're all like uh, we're, really. we'll we'll get rid of the we'll get rid of the Tomahawk Chop, but that's it. Welcome to Georgia. They'll never get rid of the tomahawk chop. They, that's what they're saying they're getting rid of, but they're not getting rid of Braves. So I don't know what's worse. What's worse? Uh, what's worse? Uh, uh, baseball aficionado ma- mask on. It's definitely the tomahawk chop, like for hmm. sure. <laughs> no, the Chiefs for sure do the tomahawk <laughs> chop, and they're not getting rid of their name or the tomahawk chop either. So there, there's that that you, that they got. Well, a, step a one. Notice these places are. Are Missouri and uh, Kansas? Georgia. Oh, Missouri and Georgia, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kansas are chief supporters. The Washington football team alone. was step one, and then we'll we'll move past after that. But but I think Cleveland Indians. This might be the last year. I think so too. Uh, no, I th- I think so too. For sure, the logos are going to go. They're going to. They're they've been rocking the seat for the past ten years because of massive scrutiny that they've had with the Wahoo Indian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A lot of Chief Wahoo in this movie, by the way. 
Oh, of course. It's it was the logo of the eighties and nineties. Like <laughs> like when you played Ken Griffey, that was the icon that you chose. It was the picture of the Wahoo Indian. It was not the picture of the sea or just says Cleveland Indians. I feel it like was Bob Uecker, Indian. Yeah, I feel like Bob Uecker called them the Wahoos more than he called them the Indians. Yeah, that's well that's just old school baseball for, for, we for talk, Bob. Can we talk about how his radio show was named T V Talk? Oh, I did not notice that. That was a that's a good catch at the beginning of the movie. It was TP Talk. TP wow. Talk. <laughs> was it spelled T I P I or T E E P E E? Because it was probably with the E's. Uh, meanwhile, Nick's uh, morning radio show. You can catch it on uh, at every uh, every weekday at five a.m. It's called Pee Pee Talk uh, <laughs> because he's a. Uh, uh, my my first college radio show was. Uh, Erection themed. It was called the Morning Wood on at eight a.m. on Wednesdays, wow. uh, making the blood rush to your head every morning. Wow! Speaking of blood rushing to the head, <laughs> my blurb: New Year, same old Wahoos. So there you go, Nick. That yep. was a shout out to your idea. Yep. Thanks for stealing my idea and making it slightly better. That's the worst thing you can do as a friend. I just made I it slightly like more not racist. The same old Wahoos, though, because they were all very different than the first one. There was there was two different Wahoos. Everyone <laughs> else was the same. <laughs> oh, we uh, same ish old Wahoos. Same ish old Wahoos. We yeah we kept we kept everybody except two because of contract disputes. We're gonna uh, get into that. Okay, Boogie, did you have a uh, tagline? Yeah, I said Major League Two. Let's play two. Let's play let's comma two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually let's play I I. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I. Oh, it's a pirate. It's a pirate movie. I I. A shot for shot remake of Major League Two, but with pirates. Yeah. It's a mixture of that hook baseball scene and Major League Two. <laughs> yeah. Just the hook baseball scene, which I want a whole movie of. That's that's we're gonna talk about that in the in, uh, in our top five. Can't wait. Um, but right now let's get trivial. Uh, Nick, Nick, what you got for your trivia? Well, the budget was twenty-five million. Ah, shit! What's our budget, Nick? Twenty-five million. This movie cost, which I I think is a low ball. I think it cost more than that. It feels like it might have. No. And it grossed a, it grossed thirty million. I think based on the fact that they probably recorded all scenes in less than six weeks, makes twenty-five million. More plausible. Yeah, but they had to pay Charlie Sheen. <laughs> uh, I think he was making like two other films at this time. Because there, right. there's a reference to that. Well, I, I think it makes sense. Let's do some trivia. Do you have a favorite trivias? <sighs> In 2009, the Cleveland Indians played a game against the Kansas City Royals at Progressive Field, where since Su Chu hit a ball into center field and hit a seagull. This is similar to the scene in Major League Two where Pedro Serrano hits a pigeon in center field. However, Chu did not reply to Serrano's performance of running from first base to center field to save the bird. This is classic IMDb trivia yeah. in that it has nothing to do with the movie at all. Yeah. And it's somebody just like remembering something weird and putting it into the trivias. Yeah. And then a bunch of people are like, oh, cool. That's, yeah, that's cool trivia. But it's not. That's not movie trivia. And that's a completely different thing that happened. In 1999, uh, <laughs> uh, Randy Johnson hit a bird while, while pitching. Yeah. <laughs> But I love, but I love it. That's my favorite. No, trivia. no, it's great because it was, it's, it's a nice reference to the Cleveland Indians playing at Jacobs Field. You know, Cleveland Indians, Major League Two. That's that's it. Yep. And a pigeon getting hit or a bird getting hit. Yeah, I want to talk about how Eddie Harris, uh, the character by Chelsea Ross, uh, Eddie Harris, was the only Indian player among the featured from the first movie not to appear in the sequel, and they didn't talk about it at all. I think he retired. I think he retired because he was all he was all uh, he was all beat up, right? 
Yeah, he, jalapeno in his nose. Yeah. <laughs> got the got the Bengay on his hip. Uh, the Vaseline on his neck. Vaseline on the neck. Yeah, I think I think he, those were just ailments, and he was just using those because that was all he got left. Is uh, is the them sneaky pitches? He started like the the game clinching for the division at the end of the first movie. Yeah, but he got tired, and that's when Vaughn came in. Yes. Yeah, they could just do that. They could just do that again. He, you don't go from no, they had shoot. You yeah, yeah, that's all you need was oh, shoop. They brought in shoop. <laughs> they brought in shoop. <laughs> we're starting game seven. You, you put in your man shoop because you know Vaughn's gonna gonna close her out. He's like mad bum. He's gonna come in did for like guys, seven innings. Did you guys see the trivia about shoop? Yeah, he was a uh, a minor league player, real player. He was a major league pitcher in 1981. He debuted for the White Sox. Wow, <laughs> pitched against his former team. Wow, revenge game <laughs> worked out for him. Yeah, it sure did. Wow. I wonder if that's like a that that has to be a, a role. Um, something that ex-athletes are like, I could just play movie roles for sports. Yeah, you, you would probably, think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Royce Clayton did that. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing actor, Royce Clayton. Former uh, former Giant and former... No, is he an A? The actor who yeah. looks just like Rick Fox, I think of him. That's who I think of. I think of like, oh, Rick Fox, you've got a nice acting career after being a successful basketball well, we player. No, but it's a completely different guy. We don't need to talk about Rick. No, Rick Fox was in hey. movies. Yeah, I know he was in movies, but he wasn't sweet in Sweet Feet. He's Sweet Feet. Is he holes. Sweet Feet? In Holes. I right? thought that was a different guy. I thought that was a guy that looks like Rick Fox. Look that up, Kyle. No, that was Rick Fox. Check that part, in Kyle. Holes? Yeah, he was, he was somebody with Sweet Feet in it. Either looks like Rick Fox or is for sure Rick Fox. Because <laughs> there's a guy that looks like Rick they Fox had as that, an actor. that foot thing called Splooge, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hold on. Let's uh, go to our routine uh, Holes expert there. Uh, KJX, what do you got? <laughs> It is Rick Fox. Yep. Shit. <laughs> well, Clad Sweet Feet Livingston. Sorry, 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 Rick Fox, for uh, mixing you up with somebody that looks exactly like you. Um, we're not done with the facts. Is he an avid listener of the pod, Rick Fox? I would love to. He's a friend of the show, a friend he's, of mine. No, he's, he's an enemy of the podcast. If there is an enemy of the podcast, it's Rick Fox. Who's I think more we of, can all agree on that. Who's more of an enemy of the podcast, Rick Fox or Derek Fisher? Derek Fisher also, <laughs> but Derek Fisher played for the Warriors for at least he stole he stole our money, but at least he played yeah. for us. He didn't steal my money. Um, <laughs> the, it opened up the same week as D two Mighty Ducks. Uh, former former uh, callback episode callback yeah former episode D two the Mighty Ducks premiered in theaters beat out. D2 The Mighty Ducks in theaters. It did? Mind. Yeah, it did. Oh, man. This is a worse movie than D2 Mighty Knock, Ducks. Knocked him out. Knocked him out of the Kyle, first Kyle, which movie's better, Kate Boogie? I don't think I've seen D2 in maybe... All right, shut this down. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is over. Jesus. But it's definitely better than Major League 2. As long as <laughs> it's a movie, then it's better than... <laughs> I don't know. That Trinidad and Tobago team seems <laughs> a little bit problematic. Uh, uh, with the tie-dye hockey jerseys. <laughs> Kyle, you should do yourself a favor and go back and watch D Two Mighty Ducks. It's on Disney good, Plus. It's a good time. All right, uh, writer, director, producers, director. We had David S. Ward. What is David S. Ward famous for? Anybody know? I don't. No. His no. Initial and last name almost spell sword. Yeah. A sword. Yeah, sword. <laughs> David Sward. That should have been his fucking Hollywood name. Uh, writers, though, uh, R. J. Stewart from uh, The Rundown. Uh, great movie, great first uh, debut movie, or not even his debut movie, sophomore effort from The Rock because he was in The Scorpion King before that. That was a great movie. I like the rundown. And, and then, then and then we had Jim Genuine. Jim Genuine from one of our favorites, 
Child, another another childhood classic, The Flintstones. Flintstones. Meet the uh, David S. Ward wrote uh, The Sting and Sleepless in Seattle, so I think we owe him an apology. That's crazy. I did not know he wrote The Sting. Yep. So he won an uh, Oscar. No, he didn't win an Oscar. He did. He won one Oscar. Yes, for The Sting. For The Sting. Fuck. Wow. So wow. we're sorry, but he also wrote King Ralph, um, the John Goodman <laughs> movie. So I think. You win some, and you. He also he directed the program, the uh, football movie. What's that? What's the program? We'll talk about it some other time. <laughs> Serenity now. Really good movie. Okay, uh, cinematographer uh, Victor Hammer. Heavyweights callback. Heavyweights. Hall of Fame film. Uh, this looks like a heavyweights. This looks like heavyweights in the way it was comedically shot, as in brilliantly shot. <laughs> I guess. Wow, you guys do it not have more Ben Stiller, movie. but other than that. I mean, we had. Um, God, can you imagine? Ben where do you Stiller? put? Where do you put Ben Stiller in this movie? Yeah, I think you make him. He's like the utility player. Yeah, right? he's he's he looks a little. He's like a little. Uh, he's like a little uh, uh, white shark, little Gregor Blanco action. <laughs> like he can he can be center field, but it's going to take every ounce of energy he has to run to the back wall. Dude, that's what I was about to say. I think he would have made a great Willie Mays Hayes. Ooh, yeah, Ben Stiller, like a Pee Wee Reese. A little bit of Pee Wee Reese action. It would be insane if they had Wesley Snipes play him in the first movie, and then they're just like Ben Stiller, <laughs> white Jew- Jewish guy, <laughs> moving into the role. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Are you for real? Are you for real? Speaking of which, uh, that's the number one recasting Willie Mays Hayes, all because of a contract dispute, which they referenced within the movie. If you guys caught that, I didn't. Yeah, there was a contract. Yeah, there was a contract dispute. They were like, Hey, hey, hey you look, uh, you look a little younger. About, you, you didn't age like five years. That's what they said. Something like something along the lines of that. But yeah, that, that I think that was the most egregious thing in, in this entire movie. Just pay Wesley Snipes. Why recast him with a six-year younger Omar Epps, I might add. They got actively worse at the like best character from the first movie. Yeah, he was the best character in the first movie. There's no question. I think that that's partly in due to Wesley Snipes' acting. But but still, like that character was the most thought out. I feel like. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And like the the cool thing about Willie Mays Hayes is there was just like this natural like swagger about him because it's Wesley Snipes, like he's cool as hell. And then there's Omar Epps, who I feel like I could beat Omar Epps in a fight. <laughs> At this <laughs> point, yeah, yeah, because he's fresh on the scene. Like he he's just taking taking on the role. Um, he had to do a lot for this role, and he just didn't. He, he, he didn't had some natural it. athletic ability, I thought. Yeah, he does. But, but the thing that really brought him down was the middle part in his hair. Why do you have that middle part in his hair? No idea. That was weird. Uh, that was some nineties. He shit. didn't have the swagger that uh, that uh, Willie that the OG no. Willie made. He faded had. into the background big time, big time. But did you read about the yeah. original Major League where Wesley Snipes is actually like very slow? And that's why all of his running scenes are in slow, slow motion because he's actually not very fast. <laughs> like, what the hell? You brought that up in that's Blade Trinity. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's so, amazing. It's so, amazing for that a martial artist can be can be slow at running. But I don't think that's the most egregious thing in the film. I think that, um, well, it just didn't age. It, the movie, of course, didn't age well because most comedies from the 90s don't. Yes. Uh, but I mean, most comedies 10 years ago don't age well. Yeah. This is all true. Um, 
I'm trying to think of the most racist part of the movie, but there it's just it's I think it's I think it's a lot of it's a lot of like jabs of racism in your face. It's 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 racism, it's sexism, there's some classism involved uh with the whole in, with the it's whole uh, poor kids. Yeah, Tanaka was insane. That was the best worst character in the film and <laughs> and I'll and I'll fight on that hill till till my death. Um the worst character in regards to representation of 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 Japanese players, but the fact that there were no Japanese players during this time um really really was like a shining moment in regards to like, oh, Japan like likes baseball too. That's crazy. I think that was good for the national spotlight. Other than that, yeah, it was a bit it was a bit <laughs> out there. I think that's just Japanese comedy. I forget the character's name, but he played for the White Sox, and he Parkman? was a uh, no, 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 no. It was a it was a black guy, and Harry Doyle just goes uh, something about his paternity suits. Yeah. Oh paternity. my God. He said, uh, "Yeah, that that was the line. That one caught me." Uh, a couple of things that Harry Doyle said were yeah. actually like very problematic. <laughs> like he Bob would be Uker. immediately fired from his his radio job. Bob Uecker, who's still doing Brewers games, by the way. Still yeah. does him. Living legend. Love him. Love the guy. Can't can't stand his uh, his attitude in this film. But I think that's part of it, too. He's like the boisterous radio guy. I did like his progressively getting drunk as the season goes on. but um, Good shtick brought on from the first film. Yeah, it's a fairly fairly decent shtick. Nick resonates with it very, very close. I do well, love when they let Monty. Except for the fact that he's like low key racist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. great except for his low key racism. Uh, when the one call that Monty had, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, uh, fly ball, caught. Fly ball, <laughs> caught. <laughs> and the mascot. Uh, what is the Indi- the old it's, Indians mascot? It's the Muppet. It's, it's the Muppet yeah, it's guy. That Muppet guy. It's not the Philly fanatic, but it's this person who looks like Teddy from Sesame Street. <laughs> I want to say he's like Blooper, but not he, Blooper's a different guy. It's something that's, that's the that's the Atlanta Braves. It's something unproblematic because <laughs> the 1980s happened and they had to change their their mascot. That's what happened. They're like, hey, hey, uh, Imagination Workshop, what do you got for us? Uh, Kyle, did you have any other things that stand out as the uh, WTF moment? worst worst parts of the movie? Yeah, are you for real? Yeah, can we can we talk about real quick when Rick goes to the? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to. It, it's not a. It's not a shelter, but like the the place where the kids all hang out. Yeah, yeah. The 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 community like, center. Yeah. Community center. Yeah, and there's like thirty kids there, and he brings like a dozen baseballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, here, I brought you kids some baseballs. Fight over them. <laughs> that whole storyline was just it was weird. Nikki, yeah, she first was of Nikki all, from the first movie. I guess she was. She was. I, I wanted know. to rewatch it, but it wasn't streaming. It wasn't, uh, worth, it wasn't worth my time. But she, she returned. First of all, she brings the kids to get the balls signed, but returns his jacket. She just had had his jacket at her apartment. That was the second time. The first time he was at the bullpen and he was signing autographs. He was. He was that like, was the second time. No, I thought it was the first time. That was the second time. Oh, dang. Okay, so maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first time was when they they he's like dating a White Sox player. No, that was later. That was later. That was the second time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Never mind then. Yeah, the whole Rick Vaughn character was the worst part of the movie. I'll just skip right to it. No. Yeah. It just wasn't even fun. Like not a not even like funny. Like you, I get where they were trying to go with it and everything, but and like his new girlfriend wasn't even like that horrible or anything. She was actually like. Looking out for him a lot. The lady from uh, 
the best Indiana Jones. Do you re- recognize her? She's from uh, Last Crusade. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She's the she's the Raiders German lady. Raiders of the Lost Ark. She's not in that movie. No, Last Crusade. Nick you're fired. You're fucking fired. <laughs> um, no. Um, I think we really have to talk about this whole fact that this movie is a sequel. It takes place five years later, yet they treat it as it happened next season. Yeah. That's really I hated weird. That. That's <laughs> I hated really that. weird. No, the, the recap, the first three minutes of first this movie. First three minutes of this film is the weirdest part of this whole fucking film. That blew my mind. Yeah. It, it blows my mind every single time I see it. That they recap the whole first movie like TV style. It's like, you might have missed it, so here it is. They knew Last this time. was going to be on rotating <laughs> on the TBS Superstation for the next 15 years. So they're like, hey, just in case you missed the last two and a half hours where we showed the first film, here's a quick recap so you can catch up and watch this this piece of garbage. I do miss smoking in the dugout. How was... prevalent was tobacco besides chewing in, Jack, the, in the 90s? In Jack the was openly smoking in the dugout. Yeah. 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 Did they do that in the nineties? In the in the clubhouse, there was ashtrays and there were plenty of cigarette smoke and cigar smoke in the back. The coach throwing to Rube while Rube was working on his throwing back to the pitcher just had a cigarette hanging out. Yeah, his he mouth had a cigarette hanging out his mouth the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> A slow pitch. I think that was. I think that was more of a result of him. Like, oh, you're gonna throw this behind me again for the 180th time. I'm just gonna light up right here. I'm just I thought that guy should have been Eddie Harris. Eddie Harris should have immediately gone yeah, to being p- like pitching coach. Pitching coach should guy. have been our uh, should have been our Rick Honeycutt. It's already crazy enough that they had Jake. That's what we need to talk about. Jake Taylor just goes from like bench compete, coach competing for a starting catching spot to to manager of the team basically mm-hmm. after Lou. That's Lou was also very racist. Lou. Well, Lou had some. I don't know how good of a manager Lou is, sweet I mean, Lou. He no, he's a, he's a good manager. I think he's he, just part of the old guard, and, yeah. and and Kyle can probably back me up here. The old guard of of the elder people who would just say openly racist things and not think they're racist. You know, it's it's just exactly. a thing that we say all the time. Yeah, that's that's exactly the kind of person Lou Brown is. Like, he's the racist that just doesn't know he's racist because he grew up as a racist and just thinks that's how the world is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and that's why you have the heart attack because he couldn't understand this uh, this woman coming into a clubhouse without you know addressing <laughs> the men. I can I can I touch on one more thing from the beginning of the movie that didn't make sense? Yeah, uh, Roger Dorn just retires and then buys a team. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's a hell of a contract if you ask me. By himself, <laughs> and he, and he's not even negotiating like I'm he's buying the team. He's forced to buy it at like a, a super premium too at the beginning where he's he's talking to the lady. The the other owner one forty no one fifty one sixty and yeah that was that was really dumb I didn't really like that at all Cor- Corbin Burnson uh, the uh, Roger Dorn aka the the cuck of the first movie yeah Let, let's let someone sleep with his wife <laughs> well I'm just letting you know that's what happened yeah I mean that's <laughs> spoiler it. alert <laughs> yeah that spoiler, was a, Rick that was a really sex with Roger Dorn's wife <laughs> yeah Re- Renee Russo was in like three minutes of this movie she was in one scene <laughs> yeah. one scene that was the that we're gonna get into that but with with the actors that were in this film but the fact that she was in one scene of this film is a travesty beyond recognition yeah Roger Dorn being able to buy the team for first of all for 150 million steel steel well it's steel. Cleveland it's Cleveland it is Cleveland but still you're he's going to make money but then him not not figuring out that he he could only pay the he couldn't even two pay months? a full season of it. <laughs> He's like, like, he got money for two months. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there like a league review process to make sure you have the funds to be able to pay and stuff? <laughs> That's where the majority yeah. of his money went to grease. Uh, what's his face's uh, palms? Bud Selig's palms. <laughs> yeah. Was Bud Selig there at this time? I don't remember. 
I don't know. It was it 1987 or 1996? I so can't this remember. Is, this is the year after the strike, right? Yeah. No, technically it's 1987 because this film. No, technically it's 89 because this film was. Oh. No, this, this one was made in 89. This, this is supposed to be, be the 90 yeah. season, but it's 1994. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I think that's the most. That's the biggest we have to talk about. Um, is there any way this movie could be better? I. It's twofold. It involves the Quades. You need more Randy Quaid in this film, more sober Randy Quaid, and you need Dennis Quaid as Parkman. That's that's how you make this movie better. I think you're wrong on both counts. Good God, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Randy Quaid was in this movie enough. No, he needed to be in it more. Crazy, you want more yelling fan, crazy fan? That's how that's how I like my Randy Quaid. No, uh, angry, paranoid, and uh, off his rocker. Uh, squatting on people's houses. And I thought Jack, Jake. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it in the with the actors. Um, Kyle, did you have K Boogie? Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Is there any way this movie could be better? Yeah, I like the I like the Dennis Quaid as as Parkman idea because that guy was the worst actor I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, you didn't like him? Uh, I'm gonna pull him. He's right. got a jawline though. His Keith quick, David, I think. A quick note on Jack Parkman. Keith David, a very true to life moment in the movie here. The, no, the A's Keith. had a catcher who was hitting 42 jacks, and they just let him walk in free agency. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Very that is the first thing that I thought about. But he was, um, he's a bad culture fit. Bad culture. Absolutely. That would uh, never happen. No, I, I, thought, I thought there was just enough Randy Quaid in this movie. Uh, I wrote down in my notes that he won the movie. Um, he did. From his first scene, he's on fire, and he never lets up the whole time. Um and he was involved in my favorite part of the movie. So, um, yeah, R- R- Randy Quaid was, I think he was perfect amount of Randy Quaid. What's your, what's your favorite part of the movie? I'm sorry. Go ahead. It would have been better if Wesley Snipes was in it instead of Omar. Adams. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 I couldn't agree more. That might, yeah, that, w- that would have helped. What are, we, what are we doing trying to make this a family film? It's not. The reason it was funny is because they said, fuck, like, come on. Yeah. It's a it's a baseball movie. You want a family baseball movie? Go watch go watch League of Their Own. Yeah, yeah. Go watch The Sandlot. You you little avoid baby. the clap, Jimmy Dugan. <laughs> you little baby. <laughs> no, I think that uh, when I watched it earlier today and uh, yesterday, okay, I was wondering why they weren't saying the f word, and I didn't realize that it was PG a PG movie. Hell yeah! There was multiple times where they got in each other's face or started yelling, and I expected something to happen. But nothing ever happened. Hell so yeah. you weren't just watching the AMC cut. It was actually I cut thought I was, that way. Yeah, I thought it was just a TV cut or something. Nope, nope. It's good old Rube. Rube that's, that's what Rube, that's what Rube's there for. That's how you make this movie good. Is you make it rated R. You know, you, know, you act like you act like your best your best sow just passed away or something. That was from the movie. That was Rube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's stupid. Um, actors, Kyle, ring them off. Uh, we have Corbin Burnson, Roger Dorn. Uh, Tom Berenger, Jake Taylor. You got it. Baron you got it. Good job. Yeah, yeah. He's a friend of your show, uh, uh, Kyle's uh, Christopher Nolan podcast. When did Tom Berenger get all the scars on his face? He didn't really have them in this movie. He had them in Platoon. Yeah, I know. Wasn't that way before? He didn't have them in this movie. Isn't his face all fucked up? No, I think that was just Platoon. Oh, actually, I have a, I have a, I have a Tom Berenger uh, trivia note for you. Yeah, Berenger bit. Yeah, so it's actually pronounced Bear Anger. And he got that last name because he fought a bear, and that's how he got the scars all over his face. Holy shit! By bear, uh, no. so it's Tom Bear Anger. 
and that explains the scars. He's very sensitive about him, and I, I wouldn't bring that up. Did he? Did he? Did Makes he? A lot of sense, did actually. he father a child with an angry <laughs> with an angry woman, and 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 that child is now Pat Anger? <laughs> 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 Uh, keep it going. And keep then, going. Baron, uh, Baron we had Charlie Sheen. Yep. Dennis Haysbert. Dennis Haysbert. Pedro Serrano. Uh, Bob Oker. Bob Uker. Uker. <laughs> Sorry. Holy shit. <laughs> James Gaiman. James Gammon. Gammon. <laughs> Gaiman. The Gaiman James. Oh, my God. Omar Epps. Omar Epps. WMH. David Keith. David Keith. Not Keith David. Keith David's the, the black gentleman from Platoon. Yep. Yes. Uh, Margaret. Margaret. Wit- Witten, Margaret Witten, was that Nikki, or was that the 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 chick from uh, the former owner lady? Oh, that's the former owner owner lady. Okay, yeah, she looks like a Margaret. She, yeah, that lady's horrible. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> like March shot. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, see, Kyle got that joke. And then uh, Renee Russo for thirty literally, seconds. Literally one scene. Renee Russo. Yeah, a lot of women in this movie. A lot of women. I mean, three. Well, there's three. Yeah, that's one more woman than in the original one. I feel like there's more. Well, only Rene Russo and the former owner really had any talking in the Roger Dorn's life's in it. Oh, yeah, Roger Dorn. Famous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, biker lady (laughs) who got got super sad that Rick Vaughn was wearing a 90 suit and tie. That puffy, puffy tie. My main problem with the going back to the Rick Vaughn thing and how it's the worst part. so he he's trying to brand right and be responsible with his money. He's yeah. got to stay on brand. He's got to be wild things still. Like, you got to. You can't. You can't be. The whole reason people fell in love with you. Even if to you're be doing wild. it as like a fake thing, that should be your shtick. It's and like why, Brian, it's like when Brian Wilson got a beard and then was like, "Oh, I guess this is me forever." <laughs> why do I yeah. have neon lighting in my apartment and condo? Why do I think that that's a worth worth worthwhile investment? <laughs> I don't think so. Why does Rick Vaughn think so? <laughs> No, I, I, I think I think that choice to go that direction with that character was uh, like I get why they did it, but yeah. when you look at the Rick Vaughn character, like you said, they had Wild Thing merch and stuff already. I don't I don't understand what he was trying to do by by making a hard ninety with the brand that literally got him into the majors. Blind to buy his uh, agent. Just, pick a new pick a new PR rep, man. That's that's terrible. Yeah, exactly. It's the uh, it's this whole uh, point of contention with. Um, what was I going to bring up? This whole thing with... Uh, oh, the the whole Jay Leno uh, scene where he's on The Tonight Show. He's being wild, man, on The Tonight Show. He's just wearing a suit talking about how he evaded cops through four states in a Corvette <laughs> and and got off because his his buddy's, uh, his buddy's friend was, uh, was dating the judge who also happens to be a transvestite. I thought that was gold when I watched that the second time. But, Can we but talk about how... Fit. How did anybody like Jay Leno? He was He's impossible to listen Bang, to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was never into Jay. It was called that. the '90s, and no one had a choice. It was either him or <laughs> David Letterman, and and both are, both were pretty unwatchable for the most part. If you ask me, I couldn't get into late night TV. That's why I like Conan. My parents didn't let me stay up, so yeah, they never let me stay up. But then they would be asleep past twelve thirty, and then I just turn on Conan and just laugh, laugh my, laugh my butt off. <laughs> oh, classic LMBO. Yeah, <laughs> LMBO. No, I'm fine. Um, it, it's it's our it's Nick's favorite segment. Replace an animal with an actor. Kyle Maskin, who do you got? Kyle Matson, who do you got? Replace an animal with an actor. No, replace an actor with an animal. Oh, okay. I was trying to think of if there is an animal in this movie. Dennis Haysbert, <laughs> straight beast after that camera shuts off. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> uh, replace an actor. I think that a... Hmm. 
I think that a horse could have played Jake Taylor. Ooh, that's a good move. Yeah, he, that jawline, those 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 thighs don't quit. It makes a lot yeah, of sense. He's yeah, like an older horse. It's already kind of like limping around. And they basically took Jake out back and shot him when they, when they cut it. <laughs> basically. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think that's my 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 animal for an actor. I don't say nay to that. Uh Nick, what do you got? Um I would have two cats replace the Randy Quaid's best friends. <laughs> CGI the other fans. C- and they're all wearing like Indians outfits, though. CGI cats, like like Toby oh, like the Hooper, mov- like the movie cats. Yeah, Tom Hooper, Tom um, Hooper cats. Or are no, we talking about like? Uh, I'm thinking real cats, like cats and dogs, cats. But like big big boys, big boy cats, like Maine Coons. So yeah, like Maine Coons that he Servals up. He's just always holding them while he's yelling at at people and <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, that's really good. And yeah. then, but somehow we dub them saying Indians all the time. Could you imagine? Could you <laughs> so imagine dumb. baseball parks being cat friendly and people just bringing cats to baseball games? That would be that people would get so oh many God. cuts and scratches on their face from from the crowd going crazy. Or I couldn't think of a more enjoyable baseball experience. That sounds really horrifying. Ever. I feel like you would hear cats more than like the actual like crowd yeah. noise. <laughs> I think we're on to something. Uh, yeah, on to something real bad. Yeah, next uh, Cleveland mascot. I re- the Cleveland yeah. Cats. <laughs> Cleveland Cats. That'd <laughs> be Mr. great. It's Mr. Sniffles, the local tabby. <laughs> um, replace, an, uh, replace an actor with an animal. I'm going to go with, it's, it's, it's the one that I usually go with, James Gamma with an orangutan. Uh, I feel like an orangutan wearing a Cleveland Indians uh, managerial outfit would be probably <laughs> the most hilarious thing I've, I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Which is why I'm still advocating that we do Dunstan checks in. Well, we have to do Dun- We're going to do Dunstan checks in. We're Dunstan checks in podcast. We're waiting on the day that uh, Rupert Rupert Everett dies <laughs> to do Dunstan. <laughs> That's checks horrible. Oh, we're Rupert Everett podcast. Don't worry, Nick. I think that a orangutan could definitely be a pitching coach because all you need them to do is hang out. Oh, they could be in the bullpen, just hanging from the bullpen, and just like. And then they do the the thing where you just hit your left you hit your left arm you call for the left except beat. all they do is just twerk, tweak their nipples <laughs> <laughs> that's their that's their move it's like am I supposed to steal he's grabbing the left one <laughs> oh base coaches as uh, base coaches would be prime good animal replacement yeah, yeah. Um, you just need something that can wave its arms wildly that's it orangutan. <laughs> that's the only thing or a lemur or i can't think of it can you, can you think of an animal that does that with their with their arms and hands besides the besides their goddamn french bulldog uh, i saw that <laughs> my rolodex of animals right yeah now. yeah please jack hannah free, save us <laughs> uh, i saw that bear using nunchucks on twitter the yeah, other was pretty, hey, oh who would be a dope-ass base coach a fish has nunchucks. is a capuchin oh a capuchin, a capuchin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're t- so little they're so little. They could like run up and like fuck with the third baseman like between pitches and then like jump down, but it's like really shy and cute, so like nobody would suspect. Third baseman would be like, "Man, hey, he just took my hat." And the capuchin would be wearing the guy's hat, and they'd be like, "Nah, he's cute. Look, he's got a hat." That's pretty yeah. good. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. They'd be like, "Grow up. You're having the best day of your life." Honest, <laughs> honestly, guys, we're overlooking the most uh, the most signal calling uh, species on Earth, the birds of paradise. They'd be the perfect uh, uh, base baseline coaches because of their dances and their and their uh, flimflams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Totally. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, so as for who works in this movie and who doesn't, I'll go first. Uh, of course, Jay Leno sucks. But beyond that, I would have to say that um, Nikki didn't do much for me. I didn't like Nikki. Well, that's not She's her. pretty face. Not, not great, her fault. Not great acting. Not great storyline. No, it's not her fault. I'm not blaming the actress. I'm I just didn't get the, the what story. any of that was about. Yeah, yeah. that's really dumb. Um, who does work? Obviously, Bob Euchre. Harry Doyle. Besides his uh, outlandish racism, <laughs> I was president in the 90s. Uh, Bob Euchre is a treasure uh, beyond uh, recognition. Love me, so Love Bob. Who worked and who did like not for, for you, uh, K-Boogie? I like that uh, Bob Euchre's character, Harry Doyle, is just like Bob Euchre, but a little more. Yeah. Like, he, you can tell the broadcaster that Bob Euchre wishes he could be, but can't be. And I, I just, I really enjoy that. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> who who do you think was uh, bad in the movie, Kyle? Who's the worst? Omar Epps. He ruins the movie. It's fair. It's fair. It it takes you out of the movie. Yeah, and I want to I want to shout out Willie Mays Hayes for being ahead of his time as a leadoff guy hitting jacks. Oh my god, point he, of contention he's at the forefront of the launch angle revolution, and I fuck with that. I think that's great. The LAR. Uh, if you're around, you're the leadoff man stuff. That's so old school. But we talked about that's the kind of manager Lou Brown is. But I, I respect what Willie Mays Hayes was trying to do. I think Wesley Snipes would have been hitting those balls over the fence because he's more yeah. buff and old man strength that Omar Epps did not have. Yeah. Omar Epps uh, just uh, really, really, like he said, threw you out of the entire movie from the first scene. Yeah. So do you think that the that the better strategy is leadoff man shooting for dingers, or do you think his strategy is just get on base? Well, he's he's Mookie Betts before Mookie Betts. Mm. Yeah. I think, But there's only one Mookie I, I Betts. Think, I think every player should be trying to hit the ball over the fence. It's the most efficient way to score a run. Yeah, so. but it all depends on the read of the ball, too. Like, I'm not, you're <laughs> throwing read, me a 12 to 6 curveball. I ain't trying to hit the fucking jack. <laughs> leadoff hitters sure don't get curveballs. I mean, why not? <laughs> if it's there, uh, it's there. I think that's the biggest you, point of contention. Curveball, I mean, you're 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 probably not going to hit it unless you're sitting on it. But like, the thing is, is with getting on base as a leadoff guy, that might that okay when you're starting the game. Yeah, that's what you want to do. You want to try and get on. You want to try to work the count, make yeah. throw pitches. You've got all that jazz. I get it. But the fact is, is that only works typically like the first time through the order. Yeah. If my leadoff guy comes up with the seven, eight, nine hitters all on base, I want to yeah. for the. I know situational. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's strictly situational. But at the beginning of the game, the goal is to not hit a goddamn home run. The whole goal is to get on base. No, you would like a home run. Yeah, it'd be nice, but it's not gonna be the. It's not gonna happen. It's not plausible. Ricky Anderson hit a lot of lead off home runs. Yeah, he did. He did. But that wasn't his goal, right? That wasn't the goal of the I think team. It, w- it may have been the goal for Ricky. Wasn't the goal of the team. <laughs> I mean, Ricky, Ricky gotta do what Ricky does. <laughs> yeah, I think you just went up there and you're like, we just had the best leadoff hitter of all time so uh yeah just do whatever you want Ricky. just go on base i know you're gonna steal three times <laughs> but yeah there's that no i i like that willie mays was ahead of his time i i have a problem with like um i thought rube was the best part of the movie i, I loved rube i thought he he was a little over the top like hokey yeah. hokey a lot of the time but yeah. uh, as far as like enjoyable little character i confuse except that if you have the yips like that there's no way you're in the pros yeah 
Well, it's based off that one guy from the from the eighties who, yeah. who who did have the yips and still had a career afterwards, but it took him forever to. to I guess it's like John head. Lester. John Lester can't still oh, can't yeah. throw to first base, right? Shit, yeah, that's crazy. My my big issue with Rube is that they make him seem like he's going to be such a central part of the movie, and then he just doesn't do anything. He's barely there. Yeah, it's his shtick is like, oh, he reads magazines, and that's how he throws it to the pitcher. <laughs> And then he has the same issue again later, and they have the same solution for it. Yeah, he pulled it. He has a big double in the game. Yeah, he uh, pulled a big Jake Taylor, where he he got on base after after like severing all of his tendons in his ankle. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah that's crazy. Yeah, he just he's uh you know I, I thought he was just okay. Like yeah, he, he I I always loved Rube Baker when I was growing up, but now now I'm rewatching the movie again, and it's just like. Eh. <laughs> could have done better I remember you so much more than what you're actually in the movie for. Um, do you think the better ending would have been Rick Vaughn striking out Parkman or or, or Rube hitting the jack a la uh, Chris Hatterberg from uh, <laughs> Moneyball? Scott. Scott Hatterberg. Yeah, Scott Hatterberg. Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt, a.k.a. Scott Hatterberg. I think that the movie ending would have been better if Vaughn just struck out back instead of walking. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then le- leaves Parkman in the on deck, just circle. staring at him the whole time while he's pitching, not even not even looking at uh, Beck. Yeah, that, that would have been good. No, I, I think that I think the ending was right. I just think Rube could have could have played a, a a bigger role. There was just no real like conclusion to his his arc. He did have to play a big role in the movie, though. He they traded the starting catcher and they moved Jake Taylor to to managing yeah, they went from three so catchers to they one went from three to and he barely made the team and then all of a sudden he's the only catcher on the team yeah he's starting catch <laughs> and i like how they got nothing for parkman they got nothing they got money that's what it was they got payroll they to, got to pay they got money for parkman and yeah. then they they swindled the tanaka out yeah, of the got, japanese league <laughs> they got tanaka <laughs> a, guy as a, TBA. Who, a guy who got multiple concussions <laughs> running gamer. into the wall in the he outfield. is a gamer though yeah, That's... you got to talk about how crazy, just absolutely insane Tanaka is. But he's the reason that they won. He's the reason that they won. He's the reason they had a chance because he... That they ins- went to the World Series he inspired, was because of him. He inspired the whole team. Yeah. <laughs> Which is with his balls dance. The marbles dance, yeah. And, and he made the catch that clinched the division. Exactly. That's what, yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> on top of the fence. Yeah, on top of the fence. <laughs> just the, the, the best player on the team defensively. Uh, just <laughs> yeah. fight me. Fight me if you disagree. Uh, best quotes, worst quotes, I'll, I'll go to Harry Doyle. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about uh, his, his best quote, I think, is, he'll need a rocket up his ass to catch that one. That baby's out of here. And then uh, there's uh, his, his not, so, not so great one. Uh, Willie Mays A's up to bat, went to see his movie, but it was only out for two and a half hours. I was told, however, that it was in focus. Rube had a really good line, though, with... Uh, the best uh, line in the movie. Best line in the movie. My mama said it's better to eat shit than to not eat at all. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you eat shit, you're probably going to die. So I'd rather not eat anything and die later than die now by eating shit. Some of Rube's one-liner, like, country bumpkin jokes were funny, and then some were just like so out there that when it just the, didn't make any sense when the tough get going the going get tough i thought that's the real saying though no it's when the going gets tough the tough get going oh yeah 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 one low-key quote that like it really made me laugh a lot in fact the whole scene did when jake puts dorn in against the guy that throws yeah. him inside because he wants him to get hit by a pitch yeah the only way you're the only way you're going to be in this team is if you do this. <laughs> and Taylor hands him the bat, and Dorn looks at it and goes, "It's not my bat." Yeah, <laughs> laughed 
so hard. <laughs> it's not even my bat. <laughs> Get out there. That was a good bit. And then the... just the noise he makes when he gets hit. That whole like. Oh God, <laughs> that's the best. That's why it was in the trailer. That's like one of the funniest oh. moments in, in the movie. Yeah, him just um, him just like complaining the whole way down to first, and then just on first like I'm running his shoulders. I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's the Dor- me. Dorn getting hit was great. I, I thought that was actually pretty good. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Why was he on the team again? Because he, he signed himself to the team because he's a general manager. Okay. Yeah. Like, you guys need me. <laughs> that was a great move. That's that's classic Roger Dorn. Uh, speaking of Roger Dorn, and uh, the, the very last thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I love winning baseball montages where yeah. they show a team just like racking up wins and moving up in the division. That's and then the those, papers spiral yeah, in the papers. It's always newspaper and it always is like this team is coming back and it's just like feel good. <laughs> great music. You always see like a very insane organs play, and piano, like three plays that are just like out of like don't make any sense at all. Tanaka putting his fist through the, yeah. the wooden <laughs> sign to catch the ball. That was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, when he when Tanaka throws his glove down and just catches it that's that's the best play of the game is with tanaka barehands if i saw a player on my team do that he'd be my favorite player of all time yeah it's like kevin that's like kevin mitchell when he's running down the line except if he just threw off his glove and then decided to barehand it yeah yeah i wanted to rip my shirt off and just be like (laughs) it's it's bad forever (laughs) with uh tanaka uh speaking of tanaka not talking about banaka because it's now time for the starting nine. Oh, time for the starting nine. Starting nine. We're each gonna we're each gonna pitch our uh, our fictional players baseball team. It's our fictional starting nine. So all the cinematic baseball players that you can think of, uh, Kyle, you're looking at my list. Uh, if 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 you still are, this is all I could glean from uh, from some of the articles. By all means, shoehorn whoever you think is an athlete uh, that played baseball. That includes Smee. We're including Smee from Hook. Do we want to go position by position, each of us, and go I, I think, rotate? Yeah, we do or, position or, by position, or, but uh, person or, by person. You know, or people just go, huh? We're not drafting. Yeah, we're not drafting. We're not drafting. So each person gives us their starting nine. Okay. Yeah. You go ahead. You lead us off. You uh, you you can be our Willie Mays Hayes. Shoot. Waiting off. Hit it over the fence. Number eight, Kyle Madsen. Boogie, 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 boogie. So am I am I ripping off the whole starting nine with the DH or starting with the pitcher? Uh, dealer's choice. Okay, so uh, my pitcher, I'm going with Nuke Lelouch from yeah. Bull Durham. Yeah, solid choice. Uh, Tim Tim Robbins. Upside there. Um, I, I I I'm not sure if he's major league ready yet, but his interviews are great. Uh, he's got fungus on his shower shoes, and I just I, I really like his upside if he develops a second pitch. Haircut, unbeatable. Yeah, once he once he he developed the deuce in the minor leagues, and just wait till he and that was from a catcher. Like, just wait till yeah. he gets like a real pitching coach under him. I think he's he's got places to go. Yep. Yeah. As far as should he's, we just go position by position? Sure. Sure. Okay. Then I'll say my pitcher. I'm going. Uh, there's a lot to there's a lot of pitchers to choose from, um, but I I did watch the scout last night on, oh, yeah. on Hulu. Yeah. With uh, Brendan Fraser. As a pitcher named Steve Nebraska. Yep. And uh, I wanted to watch the movie so that I could pick him because I felt like I, I had to have seen the movie to really uh, to really have them on my team. And this guy throws 
110 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and he's Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah. Throwing so, heat with that. He looks like a giant Tim Lincecum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he throws so hard that his catcher routinely falls down. Yeah. In the movie, professional catchers are falling down all the time. So, and he, and he can hit bombs too. So he, he's just a, he's like a, he's a Shohei, but even throws even harder. So uh, Steve Nebraska is my pitcher. That's fair. Um, but I do love Eddie Harris, who's not flashy. He's like the uh, the Kirk Reader, you know, the guy who who gets the job done. Throws like maybe ninety, but uh, the Matt Cain, service, to, uh, very serviceable guy. The Matt Cain to Nebraska. So Eddie, Eddie Harris is my uh, my next guy. Okay, okay. My pick is uh, Gary Busey was close though. Yeah, Stedman. Uh, my my go to pick, obviously. Uh, he's he co- he comes in hot. He he goes out hot. He he leaves us all too soon. It's the one and only Mel Clark. Yep, Mel Clark's my guy. Tony, he can pitch a perfect game. He can pitch a complete game. He's a, he's 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 the man. Angel of the outfield, by the way. Um, uh, who do you, who do you got in the first bagger there, uh, Madsen? Uh, first base. Uh, I've got uh Jimmy, the manager from uh, a league of their own. Oh, and Jimmy Dugan has first base. I didn't know he was a uh, yeah, first base. Why? Because Jimmy Dugan is a cross between Jimmy Fox and Hack Wilson, yeah, who were both incredible baseball players. So uh, I am guessing that Jimmy Dugan can play. So he's going to play first baseman. Yeah, very Stan Musial vibes I get from uh, from <laughs> Jimmy Dugan. Who you got at first, Nick? My first baseman is Clue Haywood from Major League. Yeah, uh, he he has that handlebar mustache, which is just insane. And in that movie, they say that he he won the Triple Crown the previous year. So how am I how am I not going to choose that? My backup was getting Serrano and teaching him to play first. Yeah, that's a good move. That's a good move. Uh, I feel like he he's a natural first because he's so tall. Yeah, or or uh, from this movie, uh, Brock Brockman. I already forgot his name. Brock Jake Brockman, Jake Jake Brink. From Major League? Major League 2. Who's the guy that we hate? <laughs> uh, Parkman. Parkman. Parkman's a catcher. I yeah. was thinking, yeah, you take him and put him at first. Make him first baseman. He 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 already hits like a first baseman. You don't need him playing catcher. You need a smart guy playing catcher. This guy's too dumb. Um, my first baseman, it, it has to be the guy from um, Rookie of the Year. It's Neil Flynn, the janitor from Scrubs. Was he the second baseman or first baseman? I feel like he was first baseman. Or he could have been. He's tall. He's tall. I imagine he played first. Yeah, first yeah. His name, uh, I think, is Brickma on a, on a rookie of the year. Let me make, let me verify that. I don't think it matters. Oh no, Brickma <laughs> is Daniel Stern. No, I'm so wrong. Brickma's oh. Brickma's my first baseman. <laughs> Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern for he's, rookie of the year. He's the pitching coach though. Yeah, hit the showers. Yeah, he needs to be a utility man. So he's my first baseman. <laughs> okay, you're just gonna move a pitching coach he's to tall. first baseman. Hey, he's tall. He's athletic. He's got he's got some moves. He's a space case though. He's a space case. You don't know if he's paying attention out there. Yeah. So so is Brandon Bell. You don't see me complaining. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Brandon. Uh, second baseman Kyle Madsen. K boogie. Hey, this is super cheating, but you guys never specified rules. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I'm I picking. I'm picking. Uh, you guys might have heard of him, Jackie Robinson from the movie Forty Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you're putting loopholes in there with biopics, but I guess we'll count that. 
Okay, that's an all right pick. Hall of Famer, technically. No, you're you're not picking Jackie Robinson. You're picking Chadwick Boseman. That's your yeah. You're picking Chadwick. Yeah, yeah. Who's like Black Panther at second base? Let's go. All right. Okay, you're assuming that he has Black Panther powers playing at second base, but no, it's just Chadwick. I know Chadwick is he's he is a second baseman. Yeah. Chadwick, who's weirdly like 42 years old. Yeah, he's old. Is he? Yeah, he's an old man. Yeah, late 30s, late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, yeah. Check that, Kyle. Wow, Black Panther is 42 and a star second baseman. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, 40 is the new 30. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, my second baseman is uh, League of Their Own, Marla, Marla Hooch. Uh, yeah, Marla, second? I think she was the second baseman. She was hard hitting. Uh, she plays a serviceable second. It was it was her. I was thinking some of the Sandlot guys because a lot of those guys are undersized and would be a decent second baseman. Um, but she knows how to hit. So uh, we're putting Marla, we're putting Marla at second. And it's because I I wasn't able to I don't we'll we'll get to we'll get to the other positions but she's she's my number two or technically my number four. Mm. Chadwick is forty two years wow. old. Uh, Chadwick is forty two. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Um, second baseman. I'll have to give it to. I, I believe she was shortstop, but we'll we'll convert her to a second base position. Betty Spaghetti. That's uh, Madonna. Madonna's role. She's excellent as as a shortstop, but I yeah. know I have a better shortstop in mind, unfortunately. But she's a good second base. She's got soft hands. Yeah. yeah. And she she's a she's a ball player. Yeah, she's a real ball she's player. She's got attitude. Yeah. Uh who you got who you got at short? Boogie. I'm putting Benny the Jet Rodriguez at short because <laughs> I feel like he's a really good player who can play all over the diamond. And I'm putting my best athlete at short. So Benny the Jet Rodriguez is gonna play there. Okay. Okay. I get it. That's exactly who. That's what I got. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I agree too. That's and a, he's got that senses. The most jarring part to this of the Sandlot that I remember as a kid is when he steals home and he and he gets up and he has that mustache and you're like, whoa, <laughs> Benny. <laughs> yeah. Wow, uh, incredible yeah. mustache against on that. Benny, guy. who knew you, you were Keith Hernandez against in real the life? Giants? Wasn't it against the yeah, Giants? Yeah, against too, the, the Giants. Hey, it's a stupid Giants, stupid Dodgers. Um, the um. Another call out to to Benny the Jet is uh, the fact that he's he's Troy Tulowitzki before Troy Tulowitzki was Troy Tulowitzki. He get hit jacks. He's got the speed. He's got the t- length. He's got the defense. He's got it all. He's got it all. Was Troy Troy Tulowitzki wasn't fast. He wasn't that fast. <laughs> what a disappointing career though. Yeah, <laughs> that's I think that's the biggest the hang up right there is the yeah. injuries. I think that'd be Benny the Benny the Jet's career is is plagued by injuries because he would just gamble. <laughs> Big gambler. Big gambler. He did. He does steal home. That it takes some guts. Takes some guts. His alter ego is Benny the Bet Rodriguez. Mm, <laughs> dang, Pete Rose territory there. Uh, hot corner. Oh no, I got. I yeah, hot corner there, Matson. Who do you? Got? I would love that Sandlot. That Sandlot. A sequel is like Benny. Benny gets into sports betting. <laughs> it's it's the, the bad news bears, but with yeah. Benny the Jet Rodriguez as the coach, as the little league coach. Oh yeah, like Keanu. Oh, maybe it's hardball, hardball Sandlot oh, situation. Wow. That's exactly what it is. Keanu wow, is exactly Benny the Jet Rodriguez a spiritual sequel? Wow, hardball is a spiritual sequel to Sandlot. Man, <laughs> oh boy, dang. Okay, who you got in the hot corner? Okay, Boogie. I'm gonna cheat again. Okay, if that's okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, and you guys, you've seen Inglorious Bastards, right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to change I'm going to put Donnie Donowitz at third base yeah. <laughs> because I feel like he breaks and he can probably play the, the, the hot corner just fine. Like, I don't think he's going to be scared of the moment down there. Uh, so Donnie Donowitz is going to handle the hot corner for me. 
He's got the body type for sure. He's big, strong, big, strong third no. base guy. Is that it? Donnie fucking bog game. He, <laughs> what does he yell when he beats that guy? Donnie fucking hits it out, hits, hits out of fucking yard. <laughs> uh, great pick, great pick, great pick. I was trying to, I was trying to shoehorn some guys in, but then I can't even cross the. I was going to choose Rosie O'Donnell as my third baseman, Doris Murphy. And then I thought about That's Roger. Move. Then I thought about Dorn, Dorn. But then I went to Angels in the Outfield mm. and Ray Mitchell. Yeah, I know you did. Ray Mitchell with you that with that hair. He he and he he had some swagger already, natural swagger. Uh, he's my he's my third baseman, and he's got a third baseman name, Ray Mitchell. You don't get more of a third baseman name than that. Uh, even better actor name, Stony Jackson. Yeah, Stony Jackson is the actor name. He's the guy with. Is that a Jerry curl that he has? No, it's just, he's just it's, got he's just got luscious locks. Yeah, and it's all it's like always greasy. He's uh, one of the dancers in Beat It. Well, there you go. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that's a that's a good uh, that's a good. Uh, yeah, he's he's my third cut. baseman. I like that. That cut. or Ed, uh, the primate from the movie Ed. Was he third base? Uh, no, but. I feel like a chimpanzee playing third could handle it. Yeah. Uh, my third base choice is, is Dorn. Uh, Roger Dorn, in the first major league, makes some fantastic plays, uh, if if I do so correctly recall. It's okay. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's the only third baseman I could really think of in this film, well, in this here's, film category. Here's the, here's the other thing in defense of Roger Dorn. We catch Roger Dorn like tail end. The, tail end of his prime. And at some point in his career, he made enough money to buy a team. So <laughs> he was Roger Dorn was really damn good. He was the <laughs> franchise player of the Cleveland Indians yeah. for many years. <laughs> Roger Dorn. Roger Dorn. Yeah, the only players that have immediately bought a team after they played was like Derek Jeter. He's like literally the only guy, right? <laughs> so maybe he was the Derek Jeter of the Indians. Look, I think we that all, says a lot. Just just before, even we, though Derek Jeter is a trash <laughs> short, defensive shortstop. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um. Just just to clarify here, uh, we both overlooked two star first basemen, uh, to to belong in to belong in this starting lineup. Number one, obviously, is uh is Stan Ross, aka Bernie Mac from Mister Three Thousand. No, he's an outfielder, according to the internet. It says on the it says on this thing that he's a first baseman. Oh, I, well, that, that's what he played when he came back because he couldn't play the outfield because anymore. He couldn't play outfield, so he's not a good first baseman. No, scratch that from the list. But the number number one, Roy Hobbs. Yeah, Roy Hobbs. Um, I was going to choose. He was. No one knows who Roy Hobbs is over the age of th- under the age. Of he 30. was a pitcher originally, right? Well, it's old. It's old school baseball. So they yeah. so they played both. They played multiple positions. There's yeah, a lot of utility. he's on my list. Um, Put him on there. Let's do outfield. He's Let's destroying. He's destroying lights in the outfield, though. Yeah. Can't have that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I almost picked Kenny Denunez though as my as my pitcher as well. That's I pretty, forgot to mention. It's pretty strong. Yeah, that's pretty strong. Uh, we're not going to go in particular order because. We're just gonna pick stellar just outfielders across the board. Kyle, just pick all three of your outfielders. Pick, pick them three. No, no left, right, center. Uh, another loophole because I'm because you like that. I, we get it. Yeah, uh, Michael Jordan plays baseball in Space Jam, and <laughs> I want Michael Jordan on my team, so he's gonna play left field. He's in left field. Yeah, that yeah. Was my star position for all of Little League. Wonder why? Because <laughs> you're as good at basketball as Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> good as baseball as michael jordan is. let's put it that way probably not as good uh who do you, who do you got center right 
Uh, I have, or just three Michael Jordans. You could say three Michael Jordans. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Wesley Snipes, Willie Mays, Hayes is in center. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, dude. He just he's he's. I think I think Wesley Snipes, Willie Mays, Hayes is like a twenty homer, forty steal guy. Okay. I and get he's it. A great culture fit. Big fan. Great culture uh, and in fit. Right and right field, we're finding more loopholes. Uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson from Field of Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. No, it counts. He's going to play right field for me. Who knows what that guy really looked like? Well, Ray, Ray Liotta, yeah. <laughs> he didn't look like Ray Liotta. <laughs> yeah, the only downside is he's not wearing shoes. So, he, But he's in the grass. Yeah. Why does that matter? I right? guess you're right. You got you had some good grippage with your feet, I think. Okay, okay. Uh, Nick, who's your outfielders? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know why they called him Shoeless Joe's? Because he played a game without shoes on because his spikes were too tight. <laughs> just too tight yeah i'd rather yeah. i'd rather wear be shoeless than have too tight spikes that's that's yeah, you're gonna destroy you. your feet if you do that better to eat shit than not eat it all there you go see <laughs> you made it work for me thanks i uh i have one i didn't i didn't truly cheat but uh well so i'm going t-rex pennebaker Okay. From Mr. Mr. 3000. 3000. Stellar. He's like a 40-40 guy. Yeah, stellar guy. So, yeah, so he he's going to he's going to be my main guy. And then I and then I got another Jacks guy. I got uh, Walton Goggins from Major League Back to the Minors, which is the first Major League movie that I ever saw. Wow. For some reason I I saw Back to the Minors first. Downtown, Billy Downtown Anderson. Great nickname. Anybody nicknamed Downtown on my team. Downtown funky stuff Malone. Yeah, so you you, you need somebody named Downtown. And then, so I wanted, so since those two guys are big offensive guys, I want a defensive guy. Yeah. So, got to go Air Bud. Oh Air Bud will track down anything in the outfield. Um, the only problem, technically, is the throwing. <laughs> so, he'll need a lot of backup, but he'll, I don't think anything hits the ground with Air Bud out there. Air Bud oh, runs... Seventh inning, seventh inning fetch. Airbud, seventh inning fetch. I don't think anything touches the ground. He's he's underneath all of them. Um, yeah, so that's my third outfielder, Airbud. He can hit too. Can we stop the podcast? <laughs> um, my outfielders in no particular order. Um, I mean, you're gonna throw in Boss Tanaka. Put him anywhere. <laughs> he's got he's got amazing defensive plays. He can hit the ball apparently. Uh, he's got aggression. He, he's a, he's the captain of the outfield, if you ask me. Center field. He's everything Toyoshi Shinjo should have been. Norichika Aoki <laughs> as well. Um, you, you you're gonna you're gonna put Willie Mays Hayes in center field. I agree with you, Nick. But you're also gonna put in right field Bobby Rayburn. Who's Bobby? I, Rayburn, I was gonna pick ask? Bobby Rayburn, but I've never seen the fan. Oh, you never seen the fan. Well, it, this is more like a Roger Dorn esque sort of thing, but it's it's a, the renaissance of Bobby Rayburn takes place during the fan. So he's like a star player who's slumping, but then he gets hot. That's that's the story of Bobby Rayburn. But yeah, that'd be a great right field story, a la Cody Ross. Yeah, you have two you have two Wesley Snipes on your team. You have Wesley Snipes center Willie Mays Hayes and Wesley Snipes right field Double Bobby Wesley Rayburn. Snipes. You know Cleveland and, and then Tanaka, Tanaka. And then Tanaka just in left. <laughs> Tanaka just in left, just just zooming, zooming all over the place, catching every every ball. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 those my story. I'm sticking to it. We got one last position catcher. Go. Okay, so. Uh... My heart wants to go Crash Davis here. Yeah. Because I love Crash Davis. I just don't think he ever got a fair shot in the majors. He had so many home runs in the minors. Like, he was going to figure it out eventually. 
but like Jack Parkman is a major league ready 40 plus homer guy behind yeah. the dish. Uh, that's uh, if you're getting 40 jacks from, from your catcher, you're in really good shape offensively. So I'm going with Jack Parkman behind the plate. Okay. Nick makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of it sense. Do. It do. It do. Um, I also want to go crash because he's the game manager. And since the game manager, I didn't move Jack Parkman to first like I would have mm. if I didn't pick Clue Haywood. Mm. Haywood, you blow me. Remember that? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're um, Hambino. I thought about the great Hambino. Ham uh, Billy Brubaker. Billy Brubaker. From, uh, from Summer Catch. Yep. An option. Uh, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. And uh, and then there's game manager Dottie Hudson, uh, Dottie. Le- League of Their Own, probably Dottie. the best player on the team. The, probably the best game manager yeah. on this list. And, and she knows how to handle people. Yeah. Um, and Jake Taylor and is Jake even. Taylor. Jake Taylor, even prime Jake Taylor would be good. Yeah. So th- that's a lot to choose from catching-wise. Kyle makes a lot of good points, though, in that there's just too much offense to ignore with Jack Parkman. Just too much offense. Yeah. Billy Brubaker is maybe a two two fifty like forty RBIs guy. You know what? I ain't looking. I ain't looking for a power hitter. I got those in the outfield with apparently Willie Mays Hayes and Bobby Rayburn. Um, I'm looking for personality. I'm looking for leadership. I'm looking for grit, determination, know how, and the ability to hit. Let's be honest here. They're not gonna have the two seventy five average, but they're gonna hit way better than two fifty. Dottie Henson. That's that's who's behind the dish for me. Yeah, Gina Davis, she could rake. The best. I could imagine her hitting. Makes stellar defensive yeah. plays, can talk a pitcher down, can talk players down, can talk umpires down, can talk their manager down. That's 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 a universal. Speaking uh, of manager, team. who's who's your who's your all time fictional manager? Uh K Boogie, your all time manager. I think I think it's Lou Brown. Yeah. He just he finds an emotional aspect of baseball that I don't think a lot of people are able to tap into, and he twice takes a ragtag group of players and turns them into (laughs) almost champions. So I I, I'm gonna rock with Lou Brown. That's fair, Nick. Yeah, I I get the Lou Brown. I wanted to. I also wanted to pick Skip from uh, Bull Durham Mm. because he he leads in a good way, but. He he's he's a triple A manager for a reason. Yeah. But I'm going I'm going crash. I'm gonna make crash my my manager. Wow. I'm just gonna promote just him right away. Destroying. The second he's out of the league, he's gonna traditions just come, of this game. Come straight to the majors. He's he's my guy. He's old school, but he, <sighs> no he uh but he still gets the he knows how to talk to young players. So he'll he'll teach them the right ways, but he'll also have an eye on on the prize. I say you're both wrong. The star manager, obviously, is Philip Seymour Hoffman playing uh, Kurt Young. Uh, who does he play <laughs> in Moneyball? <laughs> it's it's Philip Seymour Hoffman. I want to hang out with that guy in the in the dugout all day and just pick his brain. But yeah, that's that's my guy. That's my manager. Let Dottie let Dottie run the show. Philip Seymour Hoffman's gonna hang out, have a hot dog, maybe tie one on. You know, who knows? I was considering George Knox. Um, Knox. Oh yeah, from from, Angels yeah, in the yeah, outfield. Danny Glover. Danny I was Glover. I was about to ask that. Yeah. What about Danny? Uh, he he was my number two. Okay. Okay. Boogie, you still with us? Yep. Okay. Now it's time to get comatose because it's time for the only game that we could think of. 
Pitch us a sequel, and that does not include Back to the Miners. No. Or you can pitch a reboot. Pitch a reboot sequel. Anything but Back to the Miners. That's all I'm saying. Just pitch us Major League Two. I'm pitching uh, Back to the Miners. Oh, great. <laughs> Art Howe. <laughs> so I was originally going to pitch a reboot with like a bunch of different actors, but I decided to do this instead. It is Major League Three. We're canceling Back to the Miners. We're bringing in Major League Three. We're bringing back... All the original cast, or the the main guys, and the plot of the movie is the Indians have now stabilized, and they're no longer trying to move. Uh, the team is under better ownership with a real front office, and the problem with this real front office is that it is a new age analytics driven front office, Ooh. and the old guard, including Lou Brown, who will obviously have to be played by somebody different, but the old guard I now has to try and get the younger players and the new front office to realize that like you can't win baseball games through a computer. It takes that toughness and grit that Indians use to kind of get back to the top in the first two movies. So uh, I think that uh, that could lead to a lot of hijinks and a lot, a lot of fun as well as fit a lot of the themes of the, of the original two, uh, mostly the first one that were, <laughs> that were prevalent and fun. Uh, you could make it R-rated. There is okay. uh, plenty, plenty of openness for for jokes about, uh, you know, the nerds coming in and and all that jazz. So uh, it's a little bit like Trouble with the Curve, but uh, with more of a of a comedy major league slant. So so do you got a title for it? Because I have two titles in case you need them. Uh, no. So <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Major League colon wampum ball instead of money ball. <laughs> or or major <laughs> or major league uh god damn it what was the other one they just thought of uh <laughs> major league three uh, uh the natives are restless <laughs> oh god damn it horrible i'm sorry you're canceled yeah i'm canceled um steven do you have oh great come uh, right to I, me i think that that's a great idea it's, yeah it's the right way to go for sure it's the reboot sequel. What you have here is is uh, the, the Indians are, they had their glory back in the 90s. They had their one-time glory. We're going to give them 2016, say that they made it the World Series, albeit that they lost. But here it is in 2023. Uh, economy collapsed. Uh, the country's basically collapsed. Baseball's hanging on by a thread. And then the last stringy thread is the Cleveland Indians franchise. The team gets bought out uh, by venture capitalists at at bargain basement prices. They instill <laughs> they instill what they try to believe as ticket getters rather than baseball players. Um, basically, bring, bring in replacements and minor league players, but they reunite the original cast from their glory days with Charlie Sheen as the pitching coach, Jake Taylor as a very 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 elderly baseball manager, and uh, and Serrano as your hitting coach. Tanaka as your defensive coach, you're you're getting you're getting the band back together. You're bringing Cleveland back to its glory days. LeBron, who this is Major League Three Pete. I love that. There you go. Yeah, I get it. it there's not enough CGI though. That's my main issue with it. You, like Ant Man, <laughs> Michael Douglas CGI, or are we talking like Irishman about? CGI, yeah. which is why my sequel, Major League Three. 
It takes place the next season Maybe. after Major League Two. Oh wow! So we're going back to 1991. <laughs> not, so everything's 1991. It's 1991, but actually 2021. <laughs> yeah, it's 26 years later, but we're having all the same cast members yeah. play the roles, and we're going to CGI their faces to make them look younger. So, so does everybody still go like by newspaper and pay phones? Or yeah, yeah. Does everybody have iPhones? Now? That's the fun. No, the fun thing is it's it's 1991. Like, wow, what's the internet? There, it doesn't exist yet. How crazy is that, right? So it's that. But we CGI all their faces so that they're younger. Here's the kicker. You don't need to CGI Euchre. He looks the same from 30 yeah, Bob, years ago. Bob Euchre does look exactly the same. Yeah. Um, so, and then it just, so they lose the World Series, of course, in yeah. Major League Two. So Major League Three, that, that has to be what happens. They Who ha- do they play in the World Series? Because then they got to bring him back for, for as the opponent, like they did with Major League Two. They brought back the White Sox because the White Sox swept him in the AOCS in the first movie. Who's their Who's their National League baddie? I don't remember them playing a single National League team. They played. Um, um, fuck, who they play? Maybe they just go. No, the Brewers aren't hateable enough. I think you need you need a you, you go the Braves. You make it you make it a, a Native American <laughs> thing. What do you call that? Uh, Territory war. <laughs> God. God damn it! <laughs> um, you brought it up, not me. <laughs> <laughs> no. I guess the Dodgers are the most hateable National League team, huh? Or the uh, uh, it used to be the Astros, but now they're American League. Who would the Cubs make it? The Cubs, Cubs, Cardinals, 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 Cardinals Card- are bad. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, Cardinals are perpetually bad. Okay, make it the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, Midwest, Midwest romance, right there. Yeah, and then and you have Rick Vaughn. You pump steroids into Charlie Sheen so he can throw again. Oh, he can still rake. Did you see his recent video? He can still rake balls big time. Charlie Sheen? Big time. Oh, great. Yeah, Maybe yeah. he's a hitter now. He's too. a big big time hitter. Yeah. <laughs> DH. He's the new DH. Yeah, he's the new DH. For the Cleveland Indians. I don't know. All I want is old people acting young and it and it taking place one year after the last one. Wow. I don't Pick up know. right where we left off, except go back to rated R. But then you'd have to definitely have to put in an orangutan tank for James Gammon. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, replace James Gann with the, with an orangutan, and then a He's, sober Randy Quaid. We didn't talk about. Um, I think that's the hardest him, goal. Him in the hospital was actually very funny. I need Michael Bay to direct mine. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Bay. Wow. Yeah, we need a flashy director too. I'm yeah. getting a uh, Bong Joon Ho to direct. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Kyle, what movie are you watching? This Me? is the, yeah, yeah. What movie are you watching there, bud? Are you just saying uh, none of the above and just picking Ed again? <laughs> I've actually never seen Ed. No, nobody has. <laughs> um, I'm going to go yours, Steven. Wow. You're going to the reboot, reboot, resequel. Yep. Yeah, we're going to reseal this it. This needs to be redone. It wow. Does. You don't want to spend $400 million on CGI? <laughs> Definitely see, not. See where you stand. Hey, uh, Rex Reed or whoever runs Netflix would disagree with you. Um, in closing, the question lingers in the air. Kyle Matson, is this movie better than The Big Green? Kyle Matson. I was gonna lie. Oh, I was. Go ahead. I was gonna lie. I was gonna lie and say like no, but I have not seen The Big Green, and nobody told me to watch it. <gasps> you don't. So. You don't have to have seen The Big Green to know it in your heart. It's a great. It's a. It's a. It's a kids soccer movie. Uh, it's on Disney Plus Steve now. It, it was just added. Um, but you can just assume that it is better. I think no. that's the right call. No. 
I'm going to say yes, the big green is better than Major League Two. Not by a long shot. <laughs> Not by a fake CGI sh- soccer long shot is this is this movie better than the big green. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yeah. So I just Googled it and I found out why you guys make this the standard. <laughs> it's only one of the 0% movies we've ever rated. It's it's unrightfully a 0% movie. I'll, I'll give it that, but it's definitely not better than... Almost a British teacher who attempts to get a group of misfits... Ana de Arbo. ...by putting them on a soccer team together. That's... On Disney Plus, you better watch it. It's great. Not, not enough critics have seen it. It's a really great. It's really. It's really just enjoyable. It's a really awful. So movie. Major League Two got five percent. Uh, it has a higher audience score than Major League Two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a really it's a major travesty and point of contention here on the podcast. Um, really not happy about it, but yeah, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, Nick, go ahead. I would re-rate Major League Two and give it a six um, percent instead of five. I hate you. Maybe I'll give it. A, I'll, I'll bump it up to nine. I think That's one right. out of ten people, critics, would less like, than one out of would, ten people. Yeah, nine percent. Nine percent's my new Rotten Tomatoes. Rating. Nine out of a hundred people say this movie's great. <laughs> Let's just say it that way. Uh, I highly disagree. This movie is for sure fresh. It is a solid seventy percent. That is wild. It is not as high as the first Major League, but it is definitely not five percent movie. Just because of Tanaka alone. With Tanaka, you boost that up 30%. <laughs> He's great. You uh, have no marbles. Oh, you have no marbles. Madsen, what do you got? I think 5% is probably about right. I don't think I'll ever watch Shit. this movie again. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, think, the end of the podcast. Yep. Uh, we, we each come up with our own blurb Forever to end retired. it. Um, my blurb is... It's like your your one sentence review of the movie. Um, Major League Two goes too far with too little laughs. To great. <laughs> Mine is don't bother with the first one. This one has all the bases covered. <laughs> Kyle, what do you got? Uh, Major League Two. Should have been sent down to AAA and designated for assignment. Uh, should have called AAA to rescue them because this movie is deserved to be rescued because it's because it's a victim of its own. I don't know. Major League Two designated for assignment. That should be the sequel to. Uh... <laughs> no, Major League Two. We traded it for Semi Pro in a washing machine. <laughs> what it do, baby? Hey, can I run a couple things by you guys for watching the movie? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Final thoughts. Uh, so you know the scene during the ALCS where they're up three nothing, and then uh, the Rachel, the Rachel, right, that her name, the owner lady comes in and like oh, says yeah. all the stuff to psych them out, and it like freaks them out. They lose three in a row. But then, so that was too much pressure up three nothing in an ALCS. But then Jake comes in and tells them the whole thing like, "Hey, lose dying and." He wants just to see you guys win one more game. And they're like, yeah, we got to do this. Like that was, that was less pressure to you <laughs> than being up three, nothing in a playoff series. That's insane. It makes me wonder what Lou did behind the scenes. It made them hate him so much. No, love, love him so much. Make him lo- lo- love him so much to, to play the best that they could for the yeah, final game. 
pressure on them. Like, of course, there's pressure, but that, I think that's the pressure. That's the fire that under their belly that motivates. I think them. the theme of the movie is playing with emotion, not thinking about playing. So the right when they think yes. about it is when they lose. It's the whole story of Rube. every time. It's the whole story of Rube. He doesn't think about it because he's too busy knowing uh, about uh, Veronica's uh, love uh, love interest. Sure. Okay. Uh, at one point, the White Sox have the bases loaded, and Harry Doyle says, it's 3-2, and the runners will be moving, and then the runners don't move. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. That's bad. Uh, Willie Mays Hayes scoring from first on a double to left that doesn't even make it to the wall is fucking insane. That's serious speed. That's, that's uh, yeah, that's serious speed. That's why he's just starting center fielder. Where he jumps over Parkman. Yeah. Uh, did you notice Parkman going, come on, as yeah. he's coming in? And then Willie Mays Hayes going, sucker. <laughs> the best. The best. That's that's one of my most memorable scenes as a child. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. And then uh, Wild Thing's entrance in Major League Two is better than his entrance in Major League One. Wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree. It's more impactful. It's the only reason that it makes – it's the only way it makes that storyline worth it. Yeah. That he was like not wildling the whole time, so that you could have that one moment of him Agreed. in Game Seven coming in as wild thing. Yeah, that they... Randy Quaid is electric, dude. <sighs> he's the best. He really is the best. Like, he, he, he says, "Blow it out your ass, lard mouth," and then he's like, "Oh my god, he's back!" Like, dude, I got chills just saying it right now. It's so <laughs> sick. And then he comes out and he's got the vest and the hip. Bro, it's so much better than his entrance in Major League. And when when Randy Quaid flips that flips his hat back. Yeah, uh, flips inside, it inside out, out from yeah. inside out to outside right, right, right side in, yeah. whatever it is. A seamless. Yeah. A seamless transition. And this whole thing where uh, he uh, ad libs a uh, Wild Thing song. The wild, wild Thing, <laughs> I think I loathe you. That was, that was classic. All of his <laughs> Wild Thing play ons were really great, actually. Yeah. Also, uh, Pedro saying, look at that scoreboard now, Grasshopper, was my favorite Hell shit. Oh, yeah. Ever. That was better than, than the first movie when he stomped around uh, the bases. Uh, and at the end, yeah, I I do want to say that Jack Parkman is the player that baseball needs. That guy yeah. is incredible villain. Yeah, I mean he, we Bryce Harper could be that person, but he's not. Yeah, he, uh, dude, I was right about to say Bryce Harper. It's a great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he I wants to be the bad guy, but he's not. He's, he's the guy that you would love to hate on another team because and he smokes in the dugout too, and he and he he always wears cool guy glasses. He is, he had good trash talk too. It's uh it's the equivalent of having uh what's his face the enforcer the enforcer who is the fa- who's the ex hockey player who played on the Brewers. Uh, he's in a, he was in like a bunch of brawls in the 2010s. Is Nigel uh what's his what's his last name? Oh, Niger Morgan. Niger Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Morgan. Uh, that's you. It's a player that you love to hate because you know it's like Puig. It's like Puig when he goes out there. He, you're, you're planning on seeing some fireworks, good or bad. Missed opportunity by the A's. That's uh, all I'm and the uh, the intentional walk in the end. Yeah, unforgivable. Yeah, unforgivable. <laughs> man, if Jake Taylor, you don't Jake walk Taylor some was guy a real manager. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anything else uh, you got for us, uh, K Boog? No, that was just, I, I just, I took copious notes and I wanted to make sure I got to all of them. And I wasn't sure whether they're supposed to fit in the pod. And so I figured I'd throw them in at the end rather than trying to force them in at the wrong spot. No, no. Time. By all means, uh, uh, lay it on us. Because we're not professional. So, la- last thing, Jake Taylor's delusional. He's like, oh, I'm just going to beat out Parkman for the jet. Get the fuck out <laughs> His knees <laughs> blew out in the last play of the game last year. You are years old. And you think you're going to beat him out for the job? Get the... No chance. There's no way he played in the ALCS last season because he blew his knee out running at first base. He was limping yeah. coming into spring training. Yeah. That's when you're, like, the healthiest. Yeah, 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 Mike Matheny. Take a seat. 
you got to retire once in a while. <laughs> yeah. He did look full, like Mike Matheny. 90-minute version of Black Hammer and White Lightning was available. Oh. What amount of money would you pay to watch? That's what we should have done instead of Invasion USA. Jesse the Body Ventura and Omar Epps as uh, as action stars? Come on. When when Omar shoots the guy off of the tower and then they have that little body bag guy fall down? Incredible. <laughs> so Incredible. Loved I it. thought that was the funniest part of the whole movie. That was really when, good. When he has Jake over to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're a really good actor. All right. Thanks, man. I think I think fourteen ninety nine is my max price point on that movie. <laughs> Wait. To 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 own the movie or to go watch it? Just to watch it. Oh all right. That's that's fair. I'd see it in theaters. I wouldn't pay to own it. I'd pay to witness it. Yeah, yeah so. that's a that's a theater experience. Yeah, who, who that like would cats. imagine like your favorite baseball player right now starring in an insane like action movie? Bryce Harper and Michael Bay's new film, Cats. Guy who yeah who <laughs> would who would my act? Oh, I would mine would be like Bartolo Colon in in Adam Sandler's Star- new rom com <laughs> and Adam Sandler in some uh, action movie where they have guns the whole time. You put Mike Trout in as the new Marine. Like John Cena Marine? Mike Trout is basically John Cena, right? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's the same person. That's why John Cena retired, so he can get paid by the Angels. Um, uh, uh, Any any last words, Nick? Any real recommendations? I'll recommend uh, um, I May Destroy You. Oh, yeah. On uh, HBO. I've been watching it. It's pretty good. Uh, Very upsetting, but also good. It's supposed to be funny, though, right? Yeah, it's funny. But it's more upsetting than it's funny. hard. It's hardcore. It's just like about um, yeah, um, abuse, sexual, like, sexual assault, sexual yeah, abuse, yeah. sexual assault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But good show. Yeah, lighthearted stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And watch the Scout on Hulu. It was really bad. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, Albert Brooks uh, vehicle. Yeah, with Brendan Fraser. Uh, my real recommendation would have to be. And listen to uh, Kyle Madsen's podcast, uh, Candlestick Chronicles. Candlestick uh, Chronicles. 49ers con- all the 49ers content you could possibly uh want with uh, Chris Chris Peterman. Yeah, Kyle Matson, gun to your head. What's what's your favorite team to report on? The 49ers. Wow, because they're successful? N- no, I just know the <laughs> most about them. <laughs> what what's your uh what's your what's your 49ers hot take this year? Oh yeah, what what's going to rile up Kyle this time? Uh, I think that their defense is going to take a step backwards, yeah. and I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to throw a lot more, and he's going to be better than he was this year. So, so the quarterback's going to be better, but the defense is going to falter because of that. Is no, there... I think the quarterback's going to be better because the defense falters. Um, okay, my real recommendation is um, Avatar: The Last Airbender, available on Netflix. Let's go ahead and rewatch that. <laughs> have you guys watched The Great on Hulu? The oh no, I was uh, going to start it the other night. What is it? The Great. With a oh, Catherine the Great Show, yeah. No, I haven't seen that yet. It is so good. Is it funny? I hear it's funny. It's it's like yes, it's it's a comedy, but it's like a dark comedy. Yeah. Um, it's like so far up my alley, humor wise. Um, Did you see uh, Emma, the new, oh, the new movie Emma. that came out? It has a lot of those vibes from what I'd seen trailer wise. Would it be like Death of Stalin vibes? Uh, did you guys Did you guys watch the favorite? Yeah, that's Nick's movie. Yeah. It's a lot like the, it's a lot like the favorite. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, it's like modern modern take on like uh, old old okay. old people. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, K Boogie, you have anything to recommend media wise? So podcast, movies, like TV shows, <laughs> uh, like the great, the great on Hulu? 
uh, like yeah, the great Yeah, he just recommended it. I'm an idiot. That was uh, that what I was leading to. What unsolved mystery did you solve? Well, none of them because oh. they're still. Unsolved. That's the worst part about unsolved yeah. mysteries. I thought you had a subjective opinion. I, I like, that's been killed her. I can't handle. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, all right. So the first one, we're, we just watched the third one, I think. Uh, the first one is the guy who gets thrown off the top of the building. Um, or so they think he like went through the hole or whatever. Uh, I think <laughs> that guy got murdered and then they faked something through the top of the building yeah. with his. Uh, so I think the best friend did it or hired somebody to do it. In the second one, uh, the husband that like uh, slept with the ashes definitely did that shit. Yep. Uh, and then in this one, the French one. The French one. one. Uh, that we just watched. It's a French guy. Um, and the whole thing is in French. Uh, that guy obviously did it. And then I think <laughs> yeah, that that one was that was dark, was not great, very dark. <laughs> and then the fourth one's the aliens one. Oh and yeah, you're, the, like, oh, yeah. The, you're like, where'd that like, come from? Yeah, ten, <laughs> ten different people have an alien experience <laughs> yeah. all at the same time. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, well, oh, dude, I'm so excited to watch that. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, uh, Kyle. Kyle, we appreciate your hey, time. For having me. No Super thanks to fun. Kyle Katsumas. Thanks, thanks to producer Kyle. <laughs> thanks to guest Kyle. Uh, next time you come on, we'll, we're going to ha- talk about the Gokes, the greatest uh, all-time Kyles. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we're going to rank all the all the best Kyles in history. So get ready for that. that. Yeah, that <laughs> healthy romp. <laughs> I like that. And as I would say, uh, keep it real. Uh, stay rotten, something like that. At stay the safe. Of- wash your hands. Keep your mask on. Stay six feet apart. Uh, 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 don't believe the hype. Yep. Some films are hype, some films are rotten We like our potatoes, our gratin You ought to film, but you can't even But here comes Nick and Steve And they break it down, they turn it out And when it was over, you wanted to shout I want my money back that was real rotten Real fucking rotten Yeah.